Take it away, boss. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Charge Shot Gamescast. I am your host, Ben, a.k.a. The Marvelous Iggy, and joining me, the man, the myth, the legend, the reason why this podcast is even still running, Justin. That was that was a very nice intro. I'm, I'm touched. Thank you. This is why I don't tell you what I'm going to say before, because you never know. I'm like a I'm Russian roulette. Well, I was One prepared for, like, to, to defend myself from some kind of shenanigans, and then you went off and, and were really nice, so... No, you approve of my waifu this morning, so you're good. You get the, you get the check mark this week. That's true. Um, by the way, watch my dress up, darling, on Crunchyroll. It's really adorable. Um, and joining us, speaking of weebs, joining us, the man in the shark hoodie, Tyler. Ah, is that a there sequel to Easy. the girl with the dragon tattoo? No, no, that should that's that that would be the parody. That would oh, be the okay. comedy parody. Um, the, oh my god, we should Tyler, we should write that. The man in the we shark hoodie. We should write that. The girl with the shark hoodie. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, We're going to get okay. sued by Cover Corp if we do that. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, we are not. We do not. We are not a podcast dedicated to VTubers, although that might be a good idea. No, it's not. It's not. I, I, I need to have some separation from that bubble. We have some uh, We are a Yes. We are a, a video game podcast dedicated to games we've been playing. And the news we've been reading, and we got a big story to talk about this week. But that's going to be reserved for the main event. Uh, but for now, let's kick it off with what we've been playing this week. Justin, are you still playing Dread or what? Uh, technically, yeah. Um, okay, I was I guessed it. Is our race this week? No. Okay, we gotta we gotta finish up Super Metroid. Okay. Okay. Um, I yeah I I will I will get to Dread in a second, but I wanted to say real quick. Um, so I've been racing, uh, Metroid games with my friend Chris on, on my stream every Thursday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over at twitch.tv slash zero score. And, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's here. Like you're, you're currently there if you're watching this live. So I guess I didn't really need to shout that out, but whatever. Audio listeners go check it out. Um, and I felt kind of bad because we finished up, um, Fusion last week and I had basically said, like, you know, have Super Metroid up. Um, Fusion won't take the whole stream. So whenever, like, whenever each of us finishes Fusion, we'll just start Super Metroid and continue the race on. Which I meant as we're going straight into the next one. Like, it's basically a two-game race. Um, Mm -hmm. He thought it meant that when we both beat Fusion, we both move on to Super Metroid. As in, Ah. like, I wait to start it until he finishes fusion. So I felt really bad, um, about the miscommunication that was like happening while we were live. And it was kind of awkward. Like, I mean, I've been, I've been friends with him for like 20 years. So, I mean, you know, we have a good rapport and stuff, but like, I still, I still feel bad. Like that. He got kind of frustrated about it. Um, but I was like, it'll be okay. Like I'm playing in hard mode, which I've never done before. It's like it's a thing um, that the Redux mod added, and so I'm like, it's gonna be hard enough. Like you'll be able to catch up. Um, so I just went ahead and started the game. It's like we can figure this out later. Like we're live right now. I don't I don't know how to you know undo this decision that was already made. <laughs> um, and the. <sighs> I couldn't tell a huge difference with hard mode. Like, you definitely get less health from the the health pickups. And it seems like enemies do a little more damage, but I can't totally tell. Because obviously you're not healing as much either. Um, 
but yeah, I I was getting trounced over and over again by the uh the morph ball bomb guardian, like the you know attacking Chozo statue thing. Um, the bait and switch. Yeah, and I was like, okay, see, this is gonna be this is gonna be tough. Like you'll be fine. Um, and then I beat him and was able to finish uh to successfully do two mock ball uh sequence breaks. Um, which is basically when you like maintain your running speed uh, when you go into ball form, so that you can get under like uh, closing barriers without having the speed booster. Um, and you can use that to get the super missiles early, so you don't have to fight the stupid uh, spore boss. And then you can use it again to get uh, ice beam, like when you first go down to Norfair, like after you get the Varia suit. Um, so you don't have uh-huh. to, you know, backtrack back over there after getting the speed booster and stuff. And I, I managed to do both of those. Um, so in less than an hour, like, I think I think we were going about 40 minutes or so, um, I basically got through Crade and over to uh, Green Norfair, um, like, basically, you know, a stone's throw away from the speed boost. And he just beat Fusion at the end of the stream. Um, so I was like, crap, I need to figure out a, a solution to this before next week because this is not going to be good. Like, I'm going to beat the game, like, very quickly. Um, so I decided, like, in lieu of just starting over, uh, because I was happy with my se- sequence break progress, I want to see, like, you know, what I can do. Um, I decided that I can't beat the game with less than 90% item completion. Um, because the Redux mod also has your, like, your percentage of item pickups on the, the start menu. Um, so that way, like, I'll be scouring the map for pickups. Like, I've 100% completed the game before, it's not that big of a deal, but, like, getting all of the items takes way longer, you know, than just beating it. So I'm hoping that evens it up a little bit. Um, but yes, I'm still on my Metroid shit, uh... We will we will race. Uh, me and Ben will be racing Metroid Dread next, and then um, me and Chris are already talking about possibly uh, co-teaming the Metroid Prime games later, um, because I've got to do videos on those too before you know the inevitable Metroid Prime Four. Um, so eventually, I would like to you know run through those games yeah. again before I record them because I don't remember what I'm doing or like really have any thoughts mm-hmm. on them right now. <laughs> right. um i'm not as like attached to those as i am the the mainline games um so he is and i think it would be kind of like a reverse situation where like neither of us is super good at them but like he has a lot more nostalgia for metroid prime one so he can kind of help me through that one you know whereas i've helped him through the other metroid games um but yeah so beat fusion um, still about the same percentage I usually get, uh, like 60-ish, I think it was 64%. Um, but I beat it in three hours, which was pretty good. Um, I said, I want to get under three hours, and I got exactly three hours, which nice. I'll take. <laughs> um, and then I am basically done with my, uh, my newest dread run. Um, like... I'm at the save station before the final boss. Uh, I just always kind of stop there because I need to prep myself for that fight. Like, it's tough, and it's a playthrough of its own. Yeah. Um, And I did not go for 100% completion or anything this time because I'm just doing it for recording, so I don't really need to. 
Um, so I'm going in with a bit of a disadvantage. Um, I just I'm I'm trying to get a faster speed. Like I think I'm at about five and a half just hours get right now. A big tall glass of get good. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like the fight isn't terrible. No, uh, it's not. You just have to be patient, and I'm not that. Like I am very much a. I will get as many shots in as I can and tank the damage. And you can't really do that with that fight because it has three stages or three phases and they all hit like trucks. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I'll do that next time. But let's say that I finished my Metroid run uh, because I'm not going to talk about it again. Like it's just the final boss left um, until we, you know, until we do our race, uh, which I will not go easy on you because you'll, you've gotten me back plenty of times in fighting games. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, I I haven't been practicing. Like I haven't played Dread since the beginning of January. So I'm just gonna be like, okay, and go here, and go here, and go here. I'm not gonna. Yeah, gonna, I mean, honestly, gonna... like if you follow the main sequence, like it's almost impossible to get lost because it kind of like it guides you along the way naturally without you thinking about it. Yeah. It's just when sequence breaking that you have to remember, like, okay, this is where I am supposed to go. I need to go this way, you know, do this trick to get over the gap I shouldn't be able to get over, and then remember how to get back after I've, you know, gotten items out of order. Um, there's a lot of times when, like, you should be able to take an elevator to the next area, but because you went in the area backwards, you can't get to the elevator anymore. So, like, you have to take the long way back around to where you're supposed to go, and if you don't have the items you're supposed to have yet, it can be pretty easy to, like, just forget where... You know, the way you can go. Like, I ended up locking myself away a bunch because I didn't have storm missiles. Because I got the um, screw attack and gravity suit and stuff out of order. So I kept running backwards into rooms where you, like, you use the, the storm missile to get into that room. And I couldn't go anywhere. So I had to wrap back around somewhere else. That was another storm missile door. And to wrap back some... Ended up, like, going two areas out of my way to try to figure out the right, like, you know the actual way to get to where you need to go to get the storm missiles to open those doors after you get it instead of like taking them into where the storm missile room was but anyway um aside from metroid stuff uh i am continuing my um pokemon diamond run um all the stuff with uh legend Ar legends arceus has made me want to jump back into gen 4 um, I'm about to the furthest I've ever gotten in the game, like up in the snow area. Um, I remember doing that once in platinum, I think. Um, and I on never really. On the way really... to the seventh gym leader or after? On the way to the seventh gym leader. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like, I remember the area cause it's very cool looking like I put the snow ha. in like it's ha ha. Wow. Wow. Um, I'm ashamed of myself for not realizing that. But yeah, it's, it's neat. Um, but I don't really remember anything like game wise after this. So I think this is the furthest I've ever been. Um, and it's good. I think I have my final team pretty much locked down. Uh, thanks to Ty helping me evolve my Haunter into a Gengar. In exchange of turning my Alkazam, uh, Kadabra into an Alkazam rather. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, might one like shot Cynthia's Garchomp instead of just two shot. <laughs> and <laughs> honestly, like getting, um, being able to teach my Gengar Focus Blast like completely changed my team dynamic because I had no fighting type things and was kind of screwed against normal types. Um, so like especially like the um, 
the cats kept messing me up. The glam meows and the peruglies. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that the beedoofs and bee barrels were giving you shit. Oh, no. They're, they're nothing. <laughs> uh, one thing that's been bothering me, though. What is the typing on Metatite? Metatite is fighting psychic. Okay. I thought it was still How psychic. do you beat it? <laughs> like, oh, no. You use dark types and flying types. That's usually what I do. Okay. Yeah. Bite. Don't you have, don't you have like, bite? You yeah, mean? pretty much everyone has bite. But, like, it seemed like dark types wasn't go. doing anything. Or maybe I was trying to... It damage, uh, since it's Oh, because of the fighting? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just flying then, right? Yeah, flying, and I think there's another type that does super... Fairy, that's it. Ah, okay, I did... That's right, I did figure out fairy, um, because I think my Gyarados has... Are you using... Has a fairy type move. Um... Wow. Huh. Kind of the last one I expected. Maybe it's... I don't remember. Someone has a fairy type move. Maybe it's um, Bronzong. Yeah, most um, likely. Either that or your Houndoom. No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but my um, my Gyarados just leveled up and learned a flying move. Um, it's so stupid still that Gyarados is, is water flying. That's a, it's a friggin' it's dragon. It's a dragon. Yeah, it's, it's a, a Chinese dragon. flying dragon. Kind yeah, of like a, but it's yeah, not it's dragon type. <laughs> Neither is Charizard, but people still think he is. Well, Charizard's yeah, not a dragon. Charizard is a lizard. It's a, there's yeah. a difference. Gyarados is exactly. a freaking dragon. Anyway, um, so yeah, having having the flying type on him really helps. I didn't have any flying type moves either. Those are my two weak points. But mostly, I could get away with not having flying type moves a lot easier than I could get away with not having fighting type moves. Um, but Metatite always bothered me because it looks like fighting, and I thought it was fighting, but like I couldn't use Psychic. I couldn't use dark. Like nothing yeah, was it is fighting. With it. It's just half fighting is the problem. Yeah. Um, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, uh, my final team is probably um, Houndoom, Bronzong, um, Gyarados, uh, Torterra, Gengar, and Luxray. Thank you, and Luxray. <laughs> I was like, that's five. I, only I was counting because that's the one named after me. Right. And it's the best. This is not a Lucario or a or a Garchomp, right? Guilty. This is the staple. Yeah, Ty. Like, Garchomp's great. Garchomp's yeah, nasty, man. No, it totally is. Exactly. It's a shark. I name mine's. I name mine's Gigan. Like my my thing with remakes is I don't feel the need to only use that gen's Pokemon. So I wanted to just kind of go with a, like a team that naturally came together that I liked, and this was it. Like this is what I've used for most of the game, except for you know now evolving my Haunter. And I'm pretty happy with the type coverage, so I probably won't change it. Um, also, this gen is kind of lackluster, so there's that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, so yeah, that's really fun still. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to get Arceus at launch. We'll, we'll see. Um, I'm di- going to do it digital, and I'm just waiting for like the review embargo to lift. But if, if we're going to talk about that next week, I'll probably have it. To, to discuss well, I, i'm at least i'm at least talking about it because i can't play anything on my fucking switch right now because i just want i'm waiting for Arceus. Mm-hmm. almost anything i'll get to that in a moment but well that's why i've been playing more pokemon is because i was doing tokyo mirage session but i have that physical so while i'm running through dread which is also physical i don't really feel like switching cartridges constantly so i just booted up pokemon instead and then i got hooked again <laughs> Um, I tend to only play one physical cartridge at a time, 
just because it's a hassle to switch out, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only other thing I've really been playing is um, I did some more Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Um, I think we talked about that last week. No, it shadow dropped uh, the day after um, we talked about uh, oh, the last right. podcast. Yeah, because that was like the most anticipated games. And you're like, my yeah, most that- anticipated is Master Duel. <laughs> That's hilarious how this all happened. In the span of a week, I predict two things, and they both uh, drop either the exact same day or the day after. Yeah. Uh, the other, the only other thing being Biking and Strive. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been playing Master Duel is the point, um, and it's really cool. I liked the uh, like the training levels a lot, like kind of getting you up to speed on the game mechanics from basically beginning to you know modern complicated stuff. Because it's a very uh, it's very quick and easy, but like well told tutorial through mechanics. There's basically one match each for yeah. Out of any Yu-Gi-Oh game tutorial, this is easily the best one. Yeah, um, it doesn't feel too dumbed down, but it also like doesn't totally hold your hand. You're just given the like it explains the concept, and then you're given the cards to complete the combo it's telling you to do. So you just do the thing, and then it has an actual match to put that into practice. And then you move on to the next mechanic. It's really clean. Um, but getting into the actual, like, deck campaign, um, it's a lot of... Uh, it's not based on the anime or anything. It's basically going into the history of the kinds of cards. Um, so, like... Yeah, it goes over the lore over uh, some of the more meta deck archetypes. Like, yeah. uh, Shadows, uh, mon- Monarchs, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I'm not really liking that stuff. Because my whole thing is I want, like, I'm not super into the meta or anything. I want to find a deck that, like, works for me. That, you know, I understand can successfully, like, manage the mechanics of it all and then just use that. Because otherwise I'm going to get too in the weeds of, like, oh, this card's really cool, I should add it. But then, like, it doesn't, you know, synergize with the rest of the cards. and So I just want a deck that works. Yeah. And as long as I understand that one, I don't need to understand all the other cards. There's thousands of them. So these campaign things are like, I don't get to use my deck. I have to use this loner deck with novels on each card that I don't understand. You don't have to, you don't have to use use the loner decks for them. You could switch you to your did. own personal deck that you made. It seemed like it locked you in the loner deck. Uh, probably for, for like the first few, but all the other ones, you can use your regular deck uh, hmm. uh, for all the important matches okay because i couldn't get through the monarch one like it would it wouldn't let me change yeah that one's really rough if you don't know how to handle monarchs yeah i might have you just like walk me through it or something because i do not understand those cards okay all you need to know is is they tribute some all you need to know is they tribute summon and they do things that's every card no but these specifically tribute fair enough um but what I really enjoy is the um, the PvP in the game. Uh, so me and Ty and our old friend Lo um, jumped into a call and did some duels together, um, did some, some deck optimization, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Just like, you know, screen sharing, going into the store, buying a bunch of cards and like, okay, what are these? What do I want from them? Like, I love that stuff. Yeah. Um, he even got himself an Ash Blossom, one of the best cards in the game. Yeah, I got, a, I got some really lucky pulls. Yeah, he got some good ones. Uh, some meme ones, for sure, mm-hmm. but some good ones that work for his strategy, nonetheless. Yeah, so I, my focus has been a Blue Eyes deck, 
Um, I love dragons, and like blue eyes is just that classic Yu-Gi-Oh card. Um, I don't know. It's it's always been a, a it used to be like the like the the master card basically. Um, it was one of the strongest cards in the game for a while. Yeah, and now it's probably mid tier at best. But like, I still love it. It's still competitively viable if you know how to work your deck around it. Sure, but I mean, it's I think it's more for like you um, you're able to quick summon a bunch of blue eyes and then tra- tribute those into something better. Yes, and they kind of just hold the ground until you contribute. They're not so much like they're not the end game card anymore. They're pretty much the main engine of any blue eyes deck, kind of yeah. like how dark magicians and red eyes work. Right. Um, back in my day, they were the card you win the game with. <laughs> If you could bring them out anyway, because right. summoning big boys was really hard back then. Mm-hmm. There weren't cards that just like, tribute all your cards and then summon whatever you want, I don't care. <laughs> Which is kind of how the game works now. But, yep. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying, like, playing with y'all. Um, I'm probably never gonna go in and, like, just do some random ranked matches or anything, but, like, the game is solid. Like, it is... It is mechanically the best Yu-Gi-Oh has ever been, because it's just got a really clean, simple presentation. The the um the turns move fast, like the amount of information on screen is perfect. Um, I really liked when we did the the matches against each other because when you're in spectator mode, it pulls up like whatever you know whatever cards are being played. It pulls up kind of a quick view of it on the side at all times. Um, so like you might not be able to see the player's hands or anything. But you still get a little more detail than just, like, looking over the table and trying to read the card. Um, yeah, it's really convenient for newcomers that don't know what the heck is going on. Yeah. Because you can just take a look at uh, whatever just happened. You're like, oh, yeah, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. And that's neat. I appreciate that. And sometimes the cards still move too quick and stuff. But, like, you can hover over there, like, the player's graveyards and, like, look at the cards that way and stuff. Um, the the controller uh, is fine. Um, I think I do mostly prefer mouse and keyboard controls, but I prefer playing the game on PS5. Uh, that that rumble when you take damage or, or do damage is real good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, it's just the, some of the button combos to do things on PS5 is a little chunky, but um, for the most part, I like it. Um, and... Yeah, it, it it's all just it's very easy to keep track of of battles and stuff. I will say the spectator mode isn't always the most reliable thing in the world. It um, isn't. Uh, I tried watching uh, Justin Lowe's match at one point, and I had so much trouble just viewing the damn thing. Only but you seem to I was playing on PS5, and they were playing on PC. Yeah, it seemed like the the um like video log or whatever that you found, like the instant replay, was pretty up to date though. Yeah, it was. Like, you couldn't uh, watch I had live. I it a few but... times, but I did see most of the moves that you guys were making, and yeah. I at least got that much. Yeah, and I don't know if it was even a crossplay bug or anything, because, like, I had no problems with Spectator when you two were dueling. And that's still yeah. crossplay. Hmm. Unless it's just, like... It's probably on my end, because I'm running off of wireless... Well, I'm saying it could have been um, because one of us, like, you know, I was watching a PC player versus a PS5 player, whereas you were watching two PC players. Like, maybe it could just kind of piggyback off of off of Lowe's view for me, but yours, like, was having a hard time 
uh, connecting to two PC players. I don't know. Who knows? Um, They'll probably fix it in the future. But yeah, I mean, it's the the game feels like a free to play mobile game, even though it didn't launch on mobile day one. I mean, it's coming, but like, it feels like it was built for mobile, and it just also like came out everywhere else. So it's weird that like they delayed the mobile version so much. Um, but honestly, like the economy feels really good. Um, I had actually maxed out. No, it's out. not. It's in shambles. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Um, I I had actually maxed out my gems um, before we got into the call because I wanted to. You I know, didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, I wanted to save everything because I I didn't know what all um, Ty was going to need me to buy in the shop. So I wanted to make sure I had enough gems for whatever it was because I know how um, greedy Duel Links is. Uh, but like the pulls on this were not bad. Yeah, it's... he got some really godly polls, all things considered. Because it was like, what, a uh, hundred or five hundred gems per like ten packs or something like that. Uh, usually it's a thousand for ten packs. Uh, one hundred for just one. Uh, there's a special going on for like uh, special cards like Solemn Judgment and uh, Ash Blossom and Joy Spring, mm-hmm. where you can just get ten packs and those cards for seven hundred fifty, which is a really good deal. Yeah, and you max out it. 9999 which again it seems weird that you can max out because you think they'd want you to get as much currency as possible yeah Um, right but like the fact that i just booted up the game and had you know essentially max from just like the daily challenges and stuff it's not bad for free-to-play players just saying um and you can make a deck from you know the the packs that are there from the start like the starter deck you get is pretty good um and then there's a few like you can buy uh, instances of decks for like 500 gems each or something like that. Yeah, the only ones available right now are for Xyz and Pendulums, and they're pretty solid uh, yeah. on their own. But if you get like uh, three max of each, you can maximize the potential of those decks, and they can be pretty busted. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are pretty cheap. Uh, I'm sure it'll get worse over time. Like they'll realize, oh no, we need to balance this for the worse, and then it'll get dumb. But by that time, I'll probably have lost interest anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> Just, you know, knowing myself. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, we need to duel again, uh, get some more people in there, maybe have two tables going. I think that'd be fun. Um, but I think that's all I got. Can Is Jinzo still viable in this game? Yeah, Jinzo's still a competitively viable monster to use in the, in the current meta. You just got to worry about uh, people that don't use trap cards and can instantly blow them up. You just gotta plan around it is all. Planning? Fuck that. I press buttons. Tyler, you're up. <laughs> ben, you gotta learn this so, game so you can you can do low. Yeah, right. You can definitely beat us if you uh, apply yourself, just like how you do in fighting games. It's the same basic I don't principles. Apply myself. I don't apply myself in fighting games. I'm naturally gifted. Get that correct. Oh, good okay. grief. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, um, I played a bit of uh, Kakarot again. Um uh, Right now, I'm up to uh, the beginning of the Android saga, where Trunks came from the future to tell us that the androids are going to fuck our shit up. So, we are going to begin our training for three years, and driving cars along the way uh, for the inevitable confrontation. I was getting a bit midway through that, but then Master Duel Shadow dropped uh, the day after the previous episode that we did. And uh, I immediately dropped that and just went all in on Yu-Gi-Oh! for this entire week. (laughs) This game is super fun. Mm -hmm. Like, 
One of the starter decks it starts you off with, it starts you off with Blue Eyes, obviously, so that caters to Justin's crowd. And it also starts you off uh, with a Cyber uh, Link deck and a starter deck with uh, Junk Synchros. Obviously, I went with the latter because I love Synchro Summoning, and uh, I even convinced Lowe to make that his uh, main method of uh, playing the game. And he's really enjoying it from what I've seen, and he's pulled off a lot of uh, godly combos from the highlight videos that Ugh, he posted on his That YouTube. friggin' Junk Soldier. Yeah, Junk Warrior and Junk Speeder are super good. But so, yeah, real, just... real quick, in, in the match against Lowe... I pulled out all my blue eyes. Like I basically had like multiple blue eyes and then a blue eyes solid, which has like some special effects on it. And he couldn't get anything like he couldn't get anything strong enough to beat it. So he pulls out what was that the junk warrior? Is that Colossal Fighter, that's what it is. Yeah, Colossal um, Fighter. That's the that name. has three thousand attack or twenty eight hundred attack, I think. Yep. Uh, base. And he gains and he gains a hundred for every warrior in both graveyards. Right. And he also has an effect where if he's destroyed through battle, he can special summon a warrior from your graveyard. Which includes himself, by the way. So yeah. It was pretty tough for Justin to deal with because yeah. he didn't fully understand. How every it time worked. I killed one of his other warriors, this guy would get stronger. So I accidentally made him strong enough that he could take out my blue eyes, because they have a thousand three thousand eight attack. Oops. And then I was able to uh, like do a combo t- with my solid to negate the effect of his fighter to drop it back down to 2,800 and kill it. But then you just summoned it again because it can summon itself from the graveyard. Oops. It's stupid. I hate that thing. Justin is reliving the memories of the beginning of the Sinker era right there. But yeah, um... Uh... I'm I'm pretty much uh, enjoying going through the single player mode. Unlike Justin, uh, I understand the game inside and out. I've been playing it for nearly 20 years at this point, uh, and uh, just going learning about all the archetypes and their backstories, which I had no idea they had backstories of their own, is pretty interesting. All things considered, um, as Justin said before, the uh, card economy is probably the best that any Yu-Gi-Oh game has ever been. Unlocking uh, packs is easy. You pretty much are guaranteed rares, super rares, and ultra rares in every pull that you uh, make. And uh, another game, another thing that this game introduces is the card crafting system, where if you trade in a card or cards that you don't want, it gives you a specific amount of points um, based on that card's rarity. And you can trade those points in for a card that you actually do want of that same rarity. So, for example, did he freeze for you? Uh, so, for example, yeah. Yeah. one of my fa- one of my favorite monsters ever is Sardis Dragon. He is an ultra rare that, with knowing my shitty luck, I can never pull him in at least fifty packs. So, oh no, I just uh, trade in some ultras that I don't need, and um, I just uh, use those points to get myself a free Sardis Dragon. Simple as that. That system is really one. good because you just like Absolutely. do plus one on whatever you're trying to create, and it just builds it. Yeah, and you can even build your deck with cards that you don't currently own, so it gives you an idea of uh, what your final deck will look like when you actually do unlock those cards. Hmm. And I do really appreciate that because, and you could also, and also searching for uh, specific cards is also extremely simple because you can either type it in you can search for specific parameters like what type it is it's rarity uh even by name you can search it you can even search related cards uh based off of um that one archetype or that monster specifically 
So, yeah. I've built um, at least five different decks so far. Uh, it's been a bit of a hassle procuring some of the gems uh, from PvP duels and uh, daily and online matches. But just playing my uh, regular meta decks online is super fun. Um, I pretty much rank myself up to uh, gold rank 2 at this point. Jeez. Which is probably the third highest uh, online rank that you can get in this game so far. And it's and been out a week. On- yeah. The online's super good, too. I haven't had, like, a single disconnect or any laggy matches at all. Or maybe it's been laggy, or maybe uh, my opponent is probably taking too much time to think of their stratagems. But, you know, it's either A or B. Uh, point is, online's really good. I'm having a good time with it. I can't wait to play y'all in this game again. It's going to be fun. But yeah, uh, point of that, order stratagem is single. Um, so if you're wanting to pluralize, you, it, you understood say strategies. it. So same difference. Oh, same difference is is uh, an oxymoron. Well, you still understood it. So <laughs> you know what? It. You know what, Justin? You know what? I think this is tensions in the air, and that we should go on a vacation to Italy. And as we're in Italy. We should go to Lean Tower Pizza because I'm told it's a very nice tourist attraction. And while we're at Lean Tower Pizza, we sh- Lean Tower Pizza, we should go get a pizza. You corrected to the nuts! Shut up, Pizza Dude's nuts. I thought, nuts, I thought you were going to say up. we should go visit Tifa, the yeah. representative of Italy. No, 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 I was like, that's, that's, that's too early for that transition. What are you doing? I Damn thought that's what you were right, going whatever. for. No, no, I was making a D's nuts joke because I can't help myself. That was a stretch. Um, you stretched these nuts. It was. It was hilarious. Exactly. That was a pizza shit painful. joke. Uh, it was funny. Leave it alone. Um, okay, uh, what else you got, buddy? Or that's it for me. You? Okay. I've pretty much just been playing Master Duel this entire week. If it's free to play, I fuck it. Might as well try it, right? I, I might yeah, as well. Yeah, it is. I'm it's a, free. I'll, I'll download it on Switch. I know it's terrible there, but that's... It's actually gotten better uh, since the first day. Like, all right, I'll download it's still it. A bit I'll, slow, I'll play it, but I will yeah. play it. I will play it. I will report back next week. My idiot ass is playing Yu-Gi-Oh for the first time since 2005. Yes, folks. It's a great one fine. to jump back in. Just, just let me play a monster face down. In that. No, apparently can't do it anymore. I will learn. You can, I will, you can I will do that. not go in. I will not go in blinded by nostalgia. I will go in and try to read. Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, what I've been playing, speaking of nostalgia, I, uh, Xbox, uh, as a result of their recent acquisition, they had a fucking backwards compatibility sale. I think they do these, not often, but fairly enough. You know, a lot of the games that they were, you can buy again digitally, uh, through their backwards compatibility program. And one of the ones I saw in there was Sonic Unleashed, which was a measly $5. And I was like, that's not bad. I was like... I was like, I've been wanting to play Sonic Unleashed for a long time. Uh, I never played it. Uh, like I said, my Sonic career ended in 2001 when Sonic Adventure 2 came out for the Dreamcast. Never played Heroes. Never played 06. I will never play 06. Fuck I wasn't off. Anything. Uh, no, anybody. You should play Heroes, though. It's no. fun. It is. It's wet. How? I don't. Well, I guess if I ever mod my, my, my Wii U, then that's an option, yes. Um, Wasn't it on Xbox? I'm, yeah, it was on Xbox. Not, the best version not, is the GameCube version. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's not part of the backwards compatibility. Program, oh, okay. And I'm not going to spend that amount of money on. No, I just I was assuming like. backwards compatibility, but yeah, it's better on the GameCube uh, anyway. Uh, so, um, but uh, so Unleashed was sort of like I've I've seen Unleashed played. I you know I know about it. I kind of know about it. 
and I want to say, holy shit, this game is a lot of fun. Like, oh, yeah. I, like, like, the second you play one of these stages, these boost stages, like, I don't know if it's a placebo effect, because when I came back to Sonic, it was uh, 2012, 2011, with uh, Sonic Generations, and, you yep. know, that was the first time I played the boost. I didn't play Colors initially, I played Colors after Generations, um, and so, like, this is fantastic. This is, like, what if we put Sonic on crack? Like, the amount yeah. of speed you get in it is insane. Not to mention that the levels are not just linear, just shoot, go go fast. It's very, you can go different paths, there's different routes you can take, uh, leading to multiple replayability. And the set pieces are, like... Like they, they, they feel like they're they're pulling from like Sonic Adventure One, Sonic Adventure Two, with like the huge ass set pieces. Like there's a there's a, 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 a Arctic level, which God, it's so cool. It's visually so looking, rad. yeah, it's so visually looking awesome. And you you ride you. There's a point where you ride on a, on a you get on like a, a sled or a I it's, guess a, bob it's sled. a sled. Bob sled, thank you. And you're riding on a humpback whale's back to the end of the stage. It's it's so sick and it controls so so well. Like that adrenaline is just insane. Like it's just neurons firing in my head. Not to mention and, this is the prettiest Sonic game out there. Yeah, like even I'm not again, it's not I don't believe it is Xbox One X enhanced like some backwards compatibility games uh received. Uh on the Series X it got a uh like just because it's on the Series X like, it runs, like, at a buttery smooth 60 FPS. After 13 I'm, years, it finally found a system it can work on. <laughs> exactly. They, they can run efficiently. Um, but uh, so far, like, I think only during the one other the other section, so I'll just talk about it in a moment, does it slow down, but it doesn't really bother me that much. But just in terms of pure aesthetics, pure visual, like, oh, my God, this is my Dream Sonic game. Like, it has a nice little hub world you can visit. The there's there, the, the, like the, the little worlds you visit are really, really fun. It's just, like... It's just perfect. It's like aesthetic. It's just it's like the Sonic Adventure Three that we've been clamoring for, without being called Sonic Adventure Three. Right, exactly, and like you know, it's just oh my god! Like it, it has that, especially after coming off of like the series. Like Adventure Two is like tries to be serious, and you know, 06 is trying to be serious, and here it's like it's just yeah. I mean, like by the way, that opening movie that they play right before so the game godly. starts. It's just like, oh my... It's like you're watching a Sonic animated movie with a big budget. That's how it feels. Even in 2021... Uh, 2022, rather. It, yeah. it feels that huge. Um, and and so, yeah. Now, the other side, you might be thinking, well, Ben, what about the what about the werewolf stages? You must uh, hate those. Oh, here we go. No. No, fuck you. I don't. I think they're fucking awesome. I think they're great. Uh, for the most part. Um, early on, they're kind of basic where you just have punch, punch, whatever. But... I quickly leveled up my like abilities uh, marker, and I got combos. Once I learned, you I got can the Shoryuken, baby. Once I can learn, I can do Shoryuken into spinning pile driver. It was game over. It was game over. I'm like, I love this. Like, like, like I, I'm having so much fun with it. Uh, with the only negative I have to say about this game is the platforming as the werehog sucks. Yeah, it <laughs> that does. is like it's, the worst. It gets worse part. at the end game, especially in Eggman Land. Like, it just doesn't feel natural. It doesn't... He feels too heavy, and jumping just from things to things just doesn't feel right. It, and, I God, they, they really love... They really fucking love to make you tightrope on certain shit. It's, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it. 
Um, I've done a couple of them, but like it's just you're like, gonna why? hate Empire City in that case. <sighs> okay, well, every, not every game can be perfect, but in terms of just fighting, in terms of just doing that, it's fine. I I don't under like it feels good. Like oh, you know, you can bitch and be a cynic and be like, it's just God of War. Fuck you, God of War is fun. You say that like it's a bad thing. Right. At least it's implemented good. It could be implemented shittily. There's a lot know, of like, bad God of War clones. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's fun, especially like, the first thing I unlocked was like Sonic does like this helicopter move and he starts chopping dudes up. It's great. It's really good. Um, um, although minor, minor to know, it is annoying to hear a, a doorbell every time you do a counter. Yeah, and you do like a special. That's I a always think that annoying. someone's at the door. Yeah, it's a little annoying, but I I can get past that because that's just a, a minor thing. But uh, like I said, it's just a joy to play. Uh, although other minor tidbit is that it, I kind of now that I'm like past the first couple of stages, it's kind of hard to tell exactly where I'm supposed to go next. It's not like it it's highlights open, it but on then the it, world map. Yeah, um, it, it like it'll tell you you need this amount of sun metals, so you have to go look for sun metals and moon metals. I think I'm doing a pretty good job of finding yeah. them. I will but, say this though, um, you will need a specific amount of sun and moon metals to get to the end of the game. So try to find as many of those as you can while going through the game normally. That's what I'm trying to. Uh, that's that's what I'm trying to. We'll see how it goes. I think you find more of them in the uh, werewolf stages, which I think they think they had them cleverly. But like, man, I've been playing actually. Video games since um, how it works is that in the day stages you get more moon metals than sun metals, and in the night stages it's vice versa. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. That seems um, backwards. So, but either either way, I'm I'm having fun, and I've only done one boss fight. And oh my god, like that shit was intense. Like you're literally just running at the speed of sound. Um You'll love and, the Werehog and, boss fights. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, man. Like I, I I hated that I waited this long to uh to play this um uh to play this game, but it was it's so cool. I, I wish I could say I, I wanted to buy Virtual Fighter Five Final Showdown and Panzer Goon Orta, but I forgot and the sale's already over, so I'll have to wait again for when they're that cheap. Um, but fuck, man, it's, I'm, like, I wanted to buy this game for a long time, and I don't think I would be upset if it was, like, 15, because normally you can find it, like, anywhere from 12 to 15 bucks anywhere. Yeah, it's, it's usually a bargain expensive. bin game these days. Yeah, it's not that expensive, but, like, to get it for $5, that's, like, a no, that's, like, a no bargain, so. That's super now good. Now, officially, the only Sonic games I haven't played are 06, which I will never play, because fuck you, I don't Fair. hate myself. I hate, I mean, I hate myself, but I don't hate myself that much. <laughs> um, and I have, and I, I'm not gonna mod my PC to play it, or I'm not gonna, you know, download something to play it on PC. No, fuck you. Um, and uh, let's see what else. Sonic Heroes. Heroes. Those are the only two. Yeah, it's the only ones Shadow. I haven't played. Don't play Shadow. <laughs> Shadow, Shadow does not count. Shadow's Thank not. You. So, it's, I'm glad it's you Sonic, agree. Is Sonic in the title? No, it's not. It's Shadow's own. But game. he is it's in Sonic. the game. He's not play. I mean, he's not. He's not he main is. character. Second player can play him. Play as him. It's, it's not, a spinoff he's not title. Main character. Yeah, it's a spin-off title. It's for Shadow. Shadow's fine. A spin-dash uh, spin-off. <laughs> wow. You know, off. this is the most praise I've heard for Sonic Unleashed. And, like, it's not one I ever played, and I'm not a big Sonic fan, so it's whatever. But I've heard people say, like, it's not as bad as everyone says. But I've never heard, like, legitimate praise as if it's, like, an amazing game. Yeah. Dude, you're talking it to definitely, me. No, I know. It's, like, of, it's refreshing. It's got a lot of positives. It's just no one likes to bring them up because they like to bitch about the Werehog. Right. Yeah, that's all I heard. Anytime I watch like streams or Let's Plays, it's like, oh, it's the Werehog sections and this sucks. And I'm just like, 
And I was like, no, those, those don't, don't look that bad. And I thought my patience would be tested with the warehouse stages I'm playing. I'm like, no, dude. Once I, again, once I learn I can do Shoryuken in the spinning pile driver, fuck yeah, it's over. Maybe that's my inner fighting game uh, logic <laughs> coming into mind that I can do this shit as Sonic. Like, that's Instant dopamine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, fuck yeah, let's go. Uh, and again, initially early on, it's kind of boring, but like every single beat em up is boring at the start when yeah. you just have basic 1 1 2, 1 1 2, 3. That's it. And then once you get unlocking cool shit, that's when it gets better. God damn it, you impatient fuckheads. Anyways, um, what else have I played this week? Fuck. Uh, I started Banjo-Kazooie uh, on the Switch Online. It officially dropped this past week. Um, so, the game is fine. I actually don't mind the game. It actually really is nice. It's you know I played it back in the day. Um, I don't know. Maybe I blocked out the music or something, but I feel like I'm losing a brain cell every time. Mm-hmm. A piece. It's just this. I feel like Brain Sludge is just like I like the composer. He's done some amazing stuff. Yeah. But there's just something specific. Like I feel like I'm getting dumber and dumber for every single note. It just it just feels too goofy. Which is I know it's a cartoon 3D platformer. I'm not expecting series, but it just feels too dumb. Like well, the I, thing is like it just feels the music is a character of its own in that game. And yeah. so if you don't like that character, like that that's a selling point of the game. I mean it's it's the music is like, part of it. So I, like I get it. <laughs> I like I like Kazooie trash talking the the ball. That's funny. Uh, right, I like, yeah, bot getting mocking bottles. That's funny. It's just the music is just like, oh my! Like I guarantee you, I tolerated it as a kid because it's like I don't know any fucking yeah. better. But it's just, especially because I'm playing it mostly in in in, in handheld mode, um, and I have to hear it in my earbuds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd probably be better if you listen to the Family Jewels metal compositions of those songs. Mm-hmm. Probably some of the music is good, boom, like the um, the, the haunted far, haunted so. house level. What's that one called? The, the spooky um, woods, maniac mansion. I think it's called. Yeah, that one's got a that's that one's got a pretty bopping tune. Um, the right, thing I hate is the the fake talk. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I don't I don't mind that just because I I don't mind that shit. I that, speed that through the dialogue me. just so they stop making noise. <laughs> See, like, I, I, I didn't mind, like, you know, people complain about that in ukulele, but, like, uh, I don't think I minded it that much. Um, at least you could turn it off in ukulele, but I'm not having a problem with it here because I grew up with the game. Mm. It's just the music, just, it's not, not bad, it just makes me feel stupid. It makes me feel like I'm, like, time to watch the cartoons uh, for your five-year-old, let's go. It just, it, exactly. Um, uh, 3D platform regiverish, yeah, so... I, I will say Mario 64, it, I, I'd rather play Mario 64 over Banjo-Kazooie, so there you go. Uh, suck it, Possum! I know how you feel, buddy! <laughs> um, I think uh, I probably, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of either of them, honestly. Mario 64, dude, Mario's, I don't know. Um, I can play well, any I'll of them to, just fine. I'll, I'll, to, I'll have to play more to see how it goes. Those I'll early 3D platformers just have some jank. That's yeah, part of nature, you know, it's, it's, I know. it is what it is. Um... Uh, well, Majora's Mask is coming ne- out next month. Which can y'all not just? Can, when are we gonna get more SNES games, please? Can right, we get they more just stopped. Nintendo games. Can we? St- can we? Like, I'm I'm paying for the service, guys. Give me. I don't even know what to. Like the thing is, you're paying extra. Turtle Tournament Fighter. Where's that? 
you're paying extra for the N64 games. So they shouldn't stop the original stuff they were putting out. They should be also right. giving you more. Right. Give <laughs> just give look, listen, I'll shut up if you give me Diddy Kong Racing. Just I'll I'll yeah. Diddy Kong Racing and DK64. Just give me those and I'll shut up. I don't care. Just That's fair. I'll shut up. I agree. Um No Beetle that, Adventure Racing. That's a hard smiles. one to emulate. Beetle Adventure Which Racing one? is dope. Beetle Adventure Racing? What yeah. the fuck is that? It was a it was an old acclaim uh, racing game like licensed so by a, by um that Volkswagen sounds like an acclaim game yeah but it's super fun because it's like it's a racing game but you have like collectibles and things to find in the in the uh the maps and there's like a ton of secrets and things like that so you have to like basically read the maps multiple times and find all of the secret entrances to find all the different collectibles to get like mm-hmm. you know some cheat unlock cheat codes and basic acclaim stuff like they always throw random things in there. Like extras, um, and all of the cars are just Volkswagen Beetles in different colors. Um, but there's a lot of charm to it, and like the levels are really quirky and weird. Uh, there's one that's like a like basically Jurassic Park knockoff, um, and then there's some that are more realistic, like actual cities. Um, Is but San Francisco Zone. I don't. I think they're mostly documentary too, Joe. Yeah, I know. I, I'm just thinking. I think they're mostly <laughs> Europe. Um, but it's got like a lot of destructible environments and things. It's just, it's, it's wacky. It's like arcade style racing game. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. Uh, a lot of N64 games. I, you know, even though the library isn't that huge compared to like, say other consoles. Um, God, everybody is just going live on Twitch today. Jesus Christ. Um, sorry, my notifications are blowing up. Um, but the last thing I, I want to talk about, I didn't really make time for anything else, is, uh, but I did manage to play more Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, I have officially hit the moment where, like, yeah, I'm going to fucking cry now. Okay. Um, you, uh, I, I finished the one of the main quests where you uh, think this uh, woman is being extorted, like, 5 million yen to uh, take care of her father in a, uh, basically, a, um, oh, God, what do you call those homes where, like, you send people? Nursing uh, home? Not hospice. Nursing home, yeah. This is to um, living, like, whatever. Yeah, and you find out that a sect of Yakuza are basically using it as their side business, and they're basically killing off old people. Um, and they, and even the Yakuza clan members, like we're doing the work that society uh, won't do. So it's like, God damn. Um, yeah, it's pretty grim. Um, you actually meet with the the the, 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 the chairman, the Kaicho, as as uh, you would say in Japanese, the chairman of that clan, and he basically is like, I'm gonna, um, you know, like. I'm going to let you go now, but I'm fucking watching you, which I'm like, okay, that's going to come back <laughs> later. Um, inf- so um, I thought we were going to see another Yakuza member get his finger cut off. Like, no, okay, it didn't happen this time. God, that's the thing. Don't join the Yakuza. They're really lenient nowadays. Yeah, yeah don't, don't, use, don't, don't join the Yakuza if you don't want to lose a finger because chances are you will fuck up and you will lose a finger. Um, and so now I pretty much am progressing the story. So you go back to report to her boss – uh, that like, hey, she what we we saved her dad, you know, um, and all this and all that, and we go back to the office, and the guy we were working for who run the bathhouse, he hung himself. Wow! Like like he's he's and I'm like what? Why? And like because you're talking with him, and nothing nothing you talk with him is like, um, you know, he's fine, you know, he's like trying to he's just trying to help uh, this woman, you know, get out of this debt with the yakuza, and so like. You um you, you you go to the funeral for him, right? And you meet who you think is the woman that you were helping. It's in fact 
her sister, it looks like they're, they're twins, and her name's Sai-chan, uh, and she is pretty much like, like, you kind of learn more about her, she is like the, while um, the main girl, uh, Hanoa, I think that's her name, uh, she was like the proper sister, you know, the sister who got a good job, stuff like that, the, the, the that, that sister, um, Sai-chan, who you, who's part of your party, because part of your party, she is the rough and tumble one, she, you know, like, she learned pretty quickly or not when you do like a, uh, when you have a personal time with her, that that nightlife gives you the most money, and she pretty much works at a bar, uh, and that you learn through her that she doesn't really. Her sister hates her. Her her dad doesn't like like her dad and her sister basically pushed her out of her life because like she just kept being too controlling. It's it's a whole thing. It's really really sad, and so like you go to the funeral and she's there and she pretty much starts breaking down, crying on how like how this guy this. This scumbag, you know, like he was, he, you know, stuff like he worked, he owned both the bathhouse and this bar. And she's like, like how he could care. And he was the only person that gave a shit. And like, she starts crying. Um, Ichiban and his team start crying. I start crying. It's like, God fucking. And then next thing, and so like, it, it's crazy. Um, but so now we're trying to basically, but we've learned that, okay, he didn't kill himself. Like, there's, why the like, normally is a message yeah normally like if somebody does that there are signs and stuff like that obviously we didn't know this guy for very long but um you know like things happen suddenly but uh it, it turns out he did record a phone call he was on the phone call with uh with, with Saichan and he heard a uh, chinese on the name and, and on it and so basically they pretty much think that the chinese mafia the lu mang i think that's how it's pronounced are are responsible for killing him, and they want to know why they killed him. Um, so basically, that's what the main story is now: is trying to figure out where this uh, the boss of the Chinese mafia is, and if check it out. In the meantime, I've basically been doing side quests. I've unlocked basically the side quest mode of the game, which is called Hero Heroes for Hire, and not Heroes for Hire. Um, but it's basically Heroes for Hire. So um, you come up across this dude. And he's getting mugged, and he's like, "Oh my god, you must be the hero I call, I hired for through the app." And Ichiban's like, "The fuck are you talking about? I'm I'm just walking by here." And so you beat up these these thugs who are harassing this person over collection money or something. And then here comes this dude in a business suit with a fucking um, tokusatsu helmet on, ready to whoop your ass because he thinks, "Oh my god, yeah, he thinks you're a fucking like you're mugging the guy you just say." He's like, Ichiban's like, "Well, hold on, on. Wait, wait a minute. There's a misunderstanding, and you got to fight him." Um, and so he pretty much says, like, oh, you just helped this dude without provocation and no, no nothing? Hey, you want to join my company? And you, you join, Ichiban's like, yeah, sure, fuck it, I'll, I'll join your company. And so basically you have now, uh, one is like a returning staple from the first Yakuza games I played, the other two are new. You have, you can help people by doing support missions or rescue missions or, and then there's challenges which are in Yakuza 0 and Kiwami. Every time you did something, whether it's spend money, go to karaoke, eat dinner, something, you all there was like a little counter, and if you hit a, if you hit like I don't know, like do karaoke ten times as the basic milestone, you got like a reward, and so that's pretty much back here, um, and the more base, and it's just done by playing the game. You don't even think about it; just play the game naturally, and and you'll do it. It's fine. And so the other ones are like side quests that you will, that will be active on the world map. Um, most of the support, most of the uh, 
uh, action missions, like the, 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 the rescue missions are, okay, you need to find 10 of this enemy and beat their ass. And that's, so far that's most of what I have a lot, which tells me, okay, if you waste your time trying to find a specific enemy, that's going to be a while. So just my advice, if you're going to do that, play the game naturally, because I think you're going to get yourself burned out if you do that. Luckily, it tells you what the enemy looks like, and it tells you where they like to hang out. So I would say, like, if, you, if you're walking down a particular road, then, uh, then like, look out for them, but don't necessarily... Uh, do it constantly. I started doing that, and I'm like, okay, don't worry about it. Um, but the other thing I did was there's early on when Ichiban is thrown out to be a homeless person. Uh, there's a trash can. There's a trash. Uh, can, uh, not trash can. A cans mini game that you can pick up where basically Ichiban rides on a bicycle, on uh, like this little section of where the homeless stay. This and you pretty much pick up cans. And there's normal, uh, easy, normal, and hard. And you have to pick X amount of cans. And there's other cyclists that are out there that are picking up cans that can run into you. Um, and uh, uh, Justin, I'm gonna link you something if you can play it on stream when we come back from break. That'll be great, so you don't have to do it right now. Um, uh, but uh, other other uh, things, other cyclists can run into you. Um, uh, other. Um, like and, and on the normal level, there's a big uh, recycle, a big garbage truck that if you hit it, you're gonna lose all your cans, um, and uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, it's it's really addictive, and I was like, I don't know why, but I'm gonna do this, and I got S rank on all normal music or normal uh, easy, normal, and hard. So I got that out of the way. And when um, I got, I've got it pulled up. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to, yeah, go, like, go ahead and play you. it because. Yeah, go ahead and play it. This shit's hilarious. Um, it, just because of the like example of the ragdoll physics that are in here. I love um, some ragdolls. But it's it's just so fun. Like I don't know why, but it's it's really really fun. Okay, I, I see that you hit. Yeah, just, <laughs> it just goes flying. He just goes flying. Um, and then there's should be another one. Shout it's like crazy country. taxi, but with litter. Yeah, so you can see the yellow cans on there. You're pretty much picking it up, and you can ram other like the other cyclists if you have a boost. Um, you can ram them to get you steal basically their cans. I think you can even chain it. Um, yeah, the one where Ichiban goes flying into the wall is 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 super funny to me. Um, I don't know why in my mind possessed me to do S rank for all of them, but the second I discovered I got A rank, and I went, hold on. This is a Japanese game. There's got to be an S rank, so I went for it. And I, I got it. So, um, yeah, uh, it's a lot, and I'm barely in chapter five, and this is 15 chapters long. So I need to like cool it with the side quest. I think I need to play the story mode a little bit more. Um, but I'm really enjoying this, man. I if it does leave Game Pass, I'm definitely buying it. I'm surprised I haven't bought it yet. I'm probably I probably will end up just buying the damn game. Uh, it's it's so good, and I'll say this again. If your concern is like, well, will I understand it if I've never played a Yakuza game? Yes. Yes. Even though I've played Yakuza only... I've only played Yakuza 0 and Kiwami. Um, you do not have to have any connections to the those two, two games. Now, there might be some like cute references that happen later on that like you'll get more of if you played the previous Yakuza games. But in terms of enjoying Ichiban's story, no, you don't. And the last thing I'll comment on is I'm really enjoying Ichiban as a main protagonist. Um, you yeah, know, he's been great from what I've seen. 
Yeah, and like, and Kiryu's great. I've called him Japanese Superman. Very stoic, very, you know, very, that, the straight man character. Like, there's, but he has a noble spirit who only wants to do good. I like Ichiban a lot because he's like, um, he's, he's a bit of an idiot. Uh, but he's like that dumb, he's like that dumbass who just wants to do good. That's he's all he wants to himbo. Yeah, he's a little, exactly. Like, and he's loyal to a fault. I mean, like, especially what happens in the story. Like, I think that's what makes him interesting. But also what makes him a good Yakuza protagonist. Because now I think the rule for a Yakuza protagonist is, like, you have to, they have to want to do good. They have to have, with the exception of Majima in Zero, who's kind of, even then he wanted to do good by the character he was helping in that game without spoiling anything. Like, I think that's what I like about it, is that Ichiban is just, like, at the end of the day, he, he's, he's stupid, he's a bit naive, he's a bit brash, you know, complete opposite of Kiryu, but I I like the fact that, at the end of the day, he wants to do good, that he wants to, he has this burning need to, to help people, and I think that they, they're they doing a great job of of setting up as his own character, because they could have easily just done Kiryu 2.0, and you know, who knows how people would have gone with that. But, uh, last thing I'll say is I actually did try to listen to the English version of this game because this is the first Yakuza game where it had, uh, at least of the remakes. I know Yakuza 1 yeah. had a localization, but of the remasters and, you know, PS3 releases, um, it's not terrible. Um, I won't lie. It's just so, uh, it's different. It's just, it's different, and I think like to fully it's immerse myself. It's the of listening to Fist and North Star in English as opposed to Japanese. It's a little too weird for me. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things. I think the performances were nice, and in fact, I I listened to it to where where I could get the best performance out of the actors. Did they when... get George Takei for this? George Takei, I don't I don't remember hearing his voice. Um... Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was one of the lead bad guys from when the game was being first released. Maybe he's uh, Arakawa, but I never heard him in, in uh, who's uh, who's one of Ichiban's mentors. Maybe he's him, but I don't know because I didn't play that section in, in English. I don't play it in Japanese. Um, okay. But uh, I'll, to, I'll have to look that up. But yeah, that, that's all I'll talk about. Yakuza Like a Dragon is continuing to be one of my favorite games. And um, God, I, wanna, I just want to play it more. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to go on a break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about the news. And welcome back to the uh, news segment of the Chargeback Games Cast. We got a lot of animated news to talk about this week. Um, starting off, animated cast. Yeah, one one day if we had if we had a budget, um, we don't have a budget. <laughs> um, but we have an official trailer for the first time uh, for uh, the Cuphead show coming next month on Netflix. Um, and I won't lie, I saw this and I I I am bad with watching shows we've established this it's in the continuity mm-hmm. i will do everything in my power to watch this show in the one go because it looks too awesome it looks so clean yeah it does it's a really it good really art style does look faithful to the source material like yeah like it it looks like the saturday morning cartoon version but like done faithfully by the game creators so it's okay right yeah, yeah. Like, re- like, really, really, it, it just looks really, really nice and, you know, really, really goofy. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering how they're going to adapt the uh, boss-to-boss style of uh, how the actual game goes. 
Oh, I'm sure I there'll be some action. I mean, I I think that's going to be loose. I mean, obviously we saw the flying dragon um, in here. Um, uh, I think it's definitely going to be more loose than say it's not going to be just like action to action beats. I mean, I'd guess it's like each episode is essentially a level. Like they're sent on individual adventures that kind of take over, you know. Maybe so maybe some like of them a are sort of the week kind of deal. Yeah, sort of. Uh, they just ate cookies out of their own heads. Yeah, um, I saw that's... that. That was that was a yeah, disturbing. They drink out of themselves and in the actual game, so it's fine. That's that's. I mean, isn't that like brain fluid kind of like? Don't think about it. Don't think about Too it. Late. The cops, man. Huh. Yeah, I I'm all in, man. Like I'm I'm kind of glad it's like who knows maybe when we watch the show it's gonna be a show about how Cuphead is just secretly depressed and this is his only outlet. I hope not, because like there's so many cartoons now where it's like it's dark, it's depressing. Nothing's wrong with that, <laughs> but it's gonna be nice that this is sticking to the source material. It's just gonna be a lighthearted romp, and you know, especially coming out of like December and this whole Omicron bullshit, you know, get something nice to watch while you're on the couch. I mean, I think yeah, it's going right. to be dark still, but, like, in a, you know, dark. kind of sarcastic, yeah. like, fun way. Well, I mean, it does deal with uh, satanic uh, uh, homages. Like, the devil is the main bad guy of the game. Right. And then the show proper. So, I imagine it would probably uh, be a tad dark and um, also have the lighthearted, whimsy cartooniness that the actual game um, represented. Mm-hmm. I get the, like, classic Ren and Stimpy vibes from it. Not new Ugh. Ren and Stimpy, where they just, like, dialed it up to 11, but kind of that, like, suggestive oh, without being overdone. I guess oh, still kind of now you maybe not want to watch this show now, because I hate Ren and Stimpy. No, not not gross. I'm just meaning that kind of, like, for kids and adults, but, like, made for kids, whereas, like, the new uh, Ren and Stimpy was made for apt, adults. I'd say the more apt comparison is Rocco's Modern Life. Sure, yeah. that works. I won't lie. The the segment where, where Cuphead gets his soul sucked out... It's only for to get put back in. He just screams with his soul out. Oh, it's great! It's great. Yeah. I I'm looking forward to this. Looking forward to this. Yeah, we'll Are definitely these... watch it. Me and my roommates love Cuphead, so we'll definitely uh, February 18th, four days out of Valentine's. So when your sweetheart breaks up with you, now you have something to look forward to on uh, February 18th. Only four days. Yay, depression. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm married, so it'll take her a lot more yeah. work to leave me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you gotta find. I've seen Marriage Story. Divorce is a bitch. Um, I got that locked oh. down because she's too lazy. <laughs> uh, just, just, just don't act like Adam Driver. Uh, all right, so let's go on to our next bit of news, which is uh, uh, concerning TV shows. Um, there's a report that uh, there's a live action Judgment uh, TV series is in the works. Um, uh, of course, starring the. Uh, uh, Takuya Kimura, who I think is the same uh, person who played the main character of Judgment, who I never played Judgment. Yep, that's what it says here. Okay, cool. Put it on Steam! Get a contract, please! I want to play it! Um, Japanese actor and pop star Takuya Kimura made his video game ju- uh, debut with Judgment. The Enterprise's role in the sequel, Lost Judgment, is now being reported that unconfirmed plans to adapt the building franchise into a live-action TV series. Kimura was previously in a boy band called Smap. Wow. Yep. <laughs> that's a name. And that's also been one of Japan's biggest TV celebrities, appearing in variety shows, popular dramas. He started movies too, like Wong uh, Kar Wai 2046, and voiced Hal in two, and voiced Hal in 2004. Wow, he's been oh, I didn't while. know that. 
In the Japanese version, okay. Oh, uh, Jap- okay. I was going to say, I thought that was Christian Bale or something. Yeah, it was Christian Bale. Yeah, it was yeah. Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah. Does a great job, though. Yeah. Um, according to the Japanese publication Nikaden Gendai, the second Detective Lawyer game is said to be the basis of a TV adaptation for Aishi Television. It is yet to be officially announced, but the show's temporary title is said to be Sabakarazaru, meaning uh-huh. the unjudged. Lost Judgment's full Japanese title is Lost Judgment Sabakarazu Kiko, or Unjudged Memory. God, Jap- I love Japanese. Someone says I love and hate so Japanese cool titles. title. Yeah, well, Japanese titles usually have a more badass sounding phrase in English. Yeah. I mean, unjudged like memory sounds. Atomic shot for uh, reference. Another source tells the publication that it appears that there are plans in Tana for a movie adaptation. Kotaku reached out to second for a comment, but did not hear prior back to the publication. Um, okay, so yeah, this is uh, interesting considering that Yakuza is like the the budding you know franchise ever since you know Kiwami and Zero and all the remasters and remakes have been going on yeah Yakuza's but, you know, been pretty big in the last five or six years ever since Zero and Kiwami hit it big and yeah. um in Lost Judgment it was also doing pretty well although probably not as well since I haven't seen that much on it compared to the Yakuza games but from what I understand it is a pretty solid series so having a TV series based on it is a pretty neat idea, all things considered, since Yakuza pretty much is just a video game um, movie for all intents and purposes. Yakuza Cinematic Universe, let's go! (laughs) Um, Although I want to point out, there is a Yakuza movie out there, and it's trash. Um, It's not good. It's it's not good. Um, Is it better or worse than the Ace Attorney movie? There's an Ace Attorney movie. Of course, there's a live action Ace Attorney movie. Yes, did with the Phoenix right dumb hair. I'm assuming. Yes, oh he even God. points and does a Hadouken. Are you? See, that's what I'm... I love. You know, I love about Japanese adaptations is because they legit they don't care. They're gonna they're gonna make it as goofy as they can, and I love that. They're more straight so, adaptations well, rather than trying to make it realistic. Yeah, the question is which, as opposed uh, to Dragon Ball Evolution, which pretty much didn't do any of that. What is that? What? There was a Dragon there's Ball a live movie. Action, yeah, there's no. a live action Dragon Ball no, movie. No, I think you're wrong. No, I don't. I don't. That doesn't sound like something that exists. There's two Anyways. of them actually. No, Anyways. I don't think so. Look it up. Ty, let's. Uh, I don't let's, think let's, that exists. La- <laughs> ladies. Well, I I know it exists. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, that, let's just, doing it. Bit. I guess for for us, it's going to see which like streaming service will pick this up because I guarantee you. Uh, somebody in America here knows how big Yakuza is, and you know they probably want in on that pie. So that'll be for us to watch because, you know, unless you go out of the way, we're not gonna be able to watch it on Japanese television. So there you go. Unless I'm with Japan, which God, just let me in, please. You'll probably be on Crunchyroll subbed or something. Uh, yeah, they do do dramas. I do. Uh, yeah. They mostly do dramas. I don't know about like like hardcore shit like this, but we'll, I guess we'll find out. It's possible. Uh, moving on to uh, possibly. The funniest, most what-the-fuck piece of news ever in the history of ever and led to a lot of fan art of this character, which she already has a lot of fan art, but hey, I'll take more. I retweeted a lot of it. So Same. Uh, Final Fantasy porn, 7 porn in specific, interrupts government meeting. And I, it says Final Fantasy 7 porn. Let's just put it right. Tifa Lockhart porn, the goddess herself. So, uh... This is what happened. Italian lawmakers who gathered, who gathered uh, yesterday for a discussion of data transparency <laughs> and political decision 
making got more than what they bargained for when someone started playing a CGI video of Final Fantasy VII's Tifa Lockhart having sex in the middle of digital proceedings. And I will say, I have seen this video from before for research purposes, and... Yeah, um, it's it's uh, the hentai that went live. Let's be honest, you'd already zoom. seen it, and so you checked, yeah. and you're like, oh, that one, yeah, good choice, okay. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good yeah I recognize this, um, yeah. nice. I, I know who I am, and I'm not ashamed of it. Um, oh, I lost my face in the my place in the article, there we go. Hentai went live just as the yeah, Zoom call was introduced face. by introducing Giorgio Parisi won the last year's Nobel Prize, Nobel Prize winner in physics. What ensued was the longest 30 seconds anyone present has ever experienced. The he was just showing Foster, off the science of friction. Yeah. Um, yeah the, the meeting hosted by Five Star Movement Senator Maria Lara Mantovani appeared to be running smoothly for the first hour. Italian wire service reported when it came to introduce Bar- Parisi, the call which included both live and remote participants, was hijacked with someone sharing their screen while playing unofficial FF7 porn. While it's being edited out of the official VOD for the event, a clip of the harrowing Zoom fail remains as it's circulating online in, in, uh, in the thread. And you can actually... We will not be showing that here. We, no, we won't be showing the, it, but... That's against TOS, it's, buddy. It's, yeah. It's there. It's... Listen, there's... Look, she's been around since 97. Tifa has a lot of porn of her. Yeah. And it's it's only... Fit. She is best girl. So, like... Yes. <laughs> I I I'm I'm laughing because I saw the clip of them like obviously I've seen the video before but I saw the clip of them <laughs> trying to take it down it uh-huh. was as awkward as you can imagine <laughs> oh my goodness like people this was on t this wasn't just like like on the internet this is on TV for Italian citizens to watch that means your Italian your Italian grandmother or your or your dad is watching the news you know maybe they just have it on the background next thing you know they see they hear like a uh, uh, a anime uh, girl like moaning like crazy <laughs> it's just some oh little kid God, just popped f- his first boner to C-SPAN. Like, come on. Like, just yeah. high-five the bros that just happen to be watching with you. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the culture older brother comes in like, nice. <laughs> I don't know how to say nice Respect in Italian. Up. But, um, my exactly. favorite part was that like it took them forever to figure out how to get the video down, which I get. You know, It's a room full of stuffy That's- shirts. Like They don't know. But the audio kept going after they got the video down. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the best part. It just it just doesn't stop. It's just like oh my god, it's it's too funny. Yeah. Uh, thank you all though for because it got Tifa trending and then all of a sudden artists. The the best part of this besides the awkwardness of Tifa porn is the fact that it led to a lot of artists drawing like fan art of Tifa with the Italian flag or mm-hmm. like that she's the Italian mascot now or you know very as very... someone who is a quarter Italian, I definitely approve of this. Yeah, there you go. The, the um, voice actress was doing an interview talking about how she's Italian too. It's um, it's weird. It's, it's that's kind of a weird thing. It, Tifa Tifa is officially Italian canon. You, you can't. It's it's canon now. Let's go. So, yeah, and also, like, it's still trending. Like it's been four days of Tifa trending Good. on Twitter. I mean, it's Tifa. Like it's you right. overtaking Tifa. the Jacko pose. You get you get Tifa and you get porn. You're, it's gonna trend for days, man. Yeah, she has a lot of fans. Um, it's in different times. Let's see. Sounds like she has an OnlyFans too. Yeah, when are those nude mods coming in for FF Seven, dogs? Come on, I'm waiting. I'm uh, pretty sure I'm, it's already up. Not yet. I've checked. Um, there's some costume mods, but not nude. There's mods. Co- yeah, not nude. That probably takes more. Okay, so let, let's move on from the awkwardness of this to uh, some more animated news, and possibly the biggest what another big uh, what the fuck. Um, 
Shenmue, the legendary Sega series, uh, is getting an anime that is going to be on both Crunchyroll and Adult Swim. <coughs> wow. uh, so those who don't know, Shenmue was the legendary game that pretty much originated quick-time events and sort of open-world exploration in 1999. It was also uh, originally supposed to be a Virtua Fighter game, if I recall correctly. Right, it, it, they call it Virtua Fighter RPG. Yeah, that, that was its title. Um, but yeah, Shenmue is a, it was a trendsetter, uh, so basically you wouldn't have Yakuza without without Shenmue. And, and so, out of nowhere we get this trailer. Um, so, like, what's... It looks really good. Like, yeah, it does. It looks... It looks higher really budget than Shinmu does. Okay, <laughs> shut up. Okay, first off, don't... I'm not gonna... I, I will... You can bash Shenmue 3, because, God, that... Jesus Christ, why? It deserves um, it. But don't bash Shenmue 1. I haven't played Shenmue 2, so I can't talk about it. But this looks so sick! I mean, there's, it's like, still a budget it, title. Like, it could be good, but... This make looks, it less budget. Uh, Shenmue, not Shenmue One. Shenmue One was not a budget title, dog. Shenmue yeah, it One was had one of the most expensive games of the time. Yeah, it was not huh. budget. That shit was pushing shit it back in budget. 1999. It's because you have hindsight. You didn't grow up with a Dreamcast, and you have eyes Anyways, with hate. I will, I will not have Shenmue, uh, Shenmue hate in my in my stream. I got a Dreamcast um, in like 2002. I just didn't have Shenmue. Exactly. So you don't understand. But back to the anime. Uh, I want to see this so bad. It looks so sick. Um, it's going to be weird because the actual Shenmue series isn't technically done at this point. Like, the whole idea right. is that uh, Ryo is trying to find Londi, the guy that killed his father. Yeah. And he yeah, still I hasn't wanna... done that at this point. So no, he still hasn't. Gonna tackle this. Yeah, also, uh, there is have, there is an English dub that exists. And that's the part that's weirding me out because if you've ever watched or played Shenmue, it's infamous for its horrible English dub. Like I Would love you it. Like to play Lucky Hit. I need. Can you tell me where to find some Chinese men? Oh, where can I find Lon D? Have you seen? No, I used to be Chinese. Where mine. is the mirror? It's so bad, but like it's charming, but it's bad. So it's weird. To see well at English acting for Shenmue, but also so is it not the same actors? It's, no, it's no, it's not. No, <laughs> those are those are nineteen ninety nine actors. Um, they, well, yeah, but they, like Shenmue three. Um, if they, I don't think they are, but they were definitely emulating. I that think same, they did uh, at least Rio oh, did, at the very okay. least. Okay, it says Austin uh, Tyndall, Scott Gibbs, uh, Natalie Ryle. I don't know if any of those sound familiar. Well, I'm pretty sure they got better, but they were probably told, okay, try to do what you did in 1999, just because that's just how Ryo talks in English. Um, but if this, if people, because like, obviously Shenmue, the original Shenmue is very hard to play. It's not for everybody. It hasn't, it hasn't aged very well. It, it had, again, a lot of mechanics at the time were very, very cool with the whole uh, actual time system where you had to wait for stuff. Like it did the whole time shit right before Majora's Mask came out. Or Persona, but but yes, because Shinmu came out in 99, uh, Majora's Mask came out in 2000, so it was like right before. But the difference is, you can't control, you can't technically control the flow uh, of time in Shinmu. You have to literally wait or go to bed and stuff like that to to advance time. Um, So it was like right before. It wasn't that far apart, but Shinmu definitely beats it by several months. Um, yeah, it was definitely a product of its time, and uh, yeah. seeing it uh, adapted in like a modern anime is probably going to be really interesting. 
yeah, uh, the fight sequences look really cool. Like, I'm in. If this if this makes people fans of Shenmue, that's great because I like I love this game and I I didn't like I I hadn't even heard rumors of this. Like, normally I'm like, oh, there's this is gonna be happening, but yeah. Just, just, ha- just have like fuck whatever they're doing with the Shenmue game franchise. We don't even know if we're gonna get a Shenmue four. Fucking tell the story here. End it. Let me see Ryo throw hands with Landy. Just let me. That let might it be the plan. I, I, I have been waiting possible. since 1999 to see Ryo get his hands on Landy for revenge of his father. It's been too long. I was nine. I was nine years old when I started. I'm third. I'm gonna be 32 now by the time this comes out. Give it to me. Just give it to me. Damn it. Okay, I'm sorry. I love Shenmue. I should stream Shenmue, shouldn't I? I should, no. I should stream Shenmue. Yeah. Or at least play for myself. stream whenever he wants. Um, there you go. So He said should. Uh, He's going to do whatever he uh, wants. But should he? Yeah. I, I'm <laughs> excited. Decision. And it's going to be on, on Adult Swim. This does look like an Adult Swim show. Man, if you would have told me in like now, like back then, Shenmue was going to be on Adult Swim, I would have been like, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Shenmue yeah, would have been an does. Adult Swim anime. Okay, so there you go. So yeah, Yakuza news and uh, uh, and now and we got more Yakuza news, kinda, sort of, um, which th- this might spell something different for the Yakuza franchise going forward. Um, uh, Yakuza series creator sets up his own development studio. Uh, also, the creator games- of Super Monkey Ball. Also, creator of Super Monkey Ball. I'm sorry, <laughs> I did not mean to discredit the 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 balls of the monkey. Um, NetEase Games has announced that it is established. Uh, Nagoshi Studio, a new game development studio that is led by Yakuza series creator Toshihiro Nagoshi. As reported by Gematsu, Nagoshi confirmed that he would be leaving both Ryo Gadoko Studio and Sega back in October 21. And a report came out that said he was in the final negotiations with Chinese developer and publisher NetEase to join the company. Uh, Nagoshi has been with Sega and RGG Studio since 1989. Wow. That's a long time. Uh... And this is he had, uh, negotiated a comment. The sea of change that began the entertainment industry in the late 20th century has brought even greater change to the industry in the 21st century. Changes to entertainment content has made and the business model driven by technology and infrastructure advances have sparked a paradigm shift. And these changes are continuing to unfold with greater and greater speed. Which only yesterday had been considered the height of cool now suddenly becomes outdated before you know it. For creators, this makes working in the industry today incredibly challenging. But no matter how the times change, I believe that what people essentially want from entertainment has not changed one bit. People see their dreams in entertainment. People look for to entertainment to give them hope in life, to soothe them in times of difficulty, and to add excitement in happy times. People look to entertainment to provide the spark for all kinds of events. The appetite for entertainment is the same today as it was in the past. There are obvious differences between the past and the present and how entertainment is consumed. Its volume and velocity, but its essence remains the same. The only way to deliver their, this essence to the world is if all creators approach the work with they create with seriousness and clarity while grinding away to get closer to the reaching the ideal. Um, and of course, there's a little bit more, but like, yeah, that's that's kind of crazy that like this man has been at Sega since 1989. You know, saw all the changes. You know, with the the, the, the rise of the Genesis, the fall of the Saturn, the ultimate demise of the Dreamcast and their console dreams. And to now being basically a third-party publisher for the past twenty plus years, and yeah, now it's crazy the... that he stuck with them for so long. Like and even Yuji Naka, like... who um, pretty much uh, ultimately created Sonic, had the hindsight to leave Sega when around two thousand five, when Sonic was beginning to dwindle. So I'm surprised that there was someone from the old days that just stuck around this long. Yeah, and also, I'm not sure Sega is doing to... well. 
Like this, this spells a sign that like they're I mean, losing like we, some of their. How veterans. long have we been saying that? We've said that we've they've been saying that for twenty fucking years now, and they're still here. They're still not doing well. Look, listen. I don't want to talk about the Dumasay because that's gonna make me sad. So yeah, I was gonna fair. say is that this this guy has been around so long that he saw the Yakuza series get localized in America, bomb, and then now experience a revitalization in not only both Japan and in America. So I think that's pretty cool that he got to see his creation basically rise from the ashes with uh you know zero kiwami one and two and now the remasters of three four and five and of course like a dragon and now lost judgment uh spin off of the yakuza series so you know like it, it's cool to see your baby uh not die but grow up that's morbid but yeah listen i don't want to talk about the death of sega or sega going bye-bye because that means that's a lot that's a lot to talk about. I mean, I have no, the 20th not. anniversary art book for Super Monkey Ball over there, and that's a series he created. So, like, yeah. yeah. the to, to be involved with something that's... And again, I have no attachment to Yakuza, so that's why I keep going back to this. But um, to be part of, like, the only one making a series from its inception to its basically, you know, anniversary relaunch, like, is really cool, too. Yeah, it's just, it's it's pretty cool. Okay, so who knows what they'll spay for the Yakuza series. Um, I'm sh- obviously, the, the studio, RGG, is still going to stick around with Sega. So, you know, wh- whatever they have planned for after Like a Dragon, we don't know. Probably won't know for at least at least another year or two at the earliest. So, we'll see. And we'll see, hope, if they can keep that Yakuza magic going. Because, obviously, they're riding on, on all highs now. Uh, especially with how well these kids have been doing. Uh, but now let's switch over to something we don't really talk about. But I feel like we have to... Now, because it's just too fucking cool not to talk about. Let's talk about Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. You may be asking yourself, Ben, why are we talking about Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3? I'll tell you why we're talking about more stuff with Capcom 3. Because players, modders, are changing this game to be an entire new game. So, Ultimate Marvel Capcom 3 uh, versus, uh, remains one of the most beloved games even 10 years after its original release. And it's not interesting. Exciting new chapter could quite literally change everything. And it pretty much boils down to that there have been people who have been modding Marvel's Capcom 3, which were a couple months ago, they were modding in new characters. They were modding, they, they put in Ken and Urien and a couple other characters, but those are the prominent ones. So basically they would do is they would basically put the character over another character. So Ken took over Iron Fist and Urien from Street Fighter V became a Wesker. The problem was that it wasn't exactly perfect. And the other big one is that they put Cyclops in the game with his moveset from Marvel vs. Capcom 2, uh, but oversee Viper's costume. But And the problem is, you look at it too closely, you can see like where it's clipping. It's not perfect, right? But the fact that they you got the, the moveset... The, the fact that they got this moveset even working is insane. Now, here is what has happened recently. Now, they have... Full-on character models. Full-on character models for um, for Cyclops, for, um, oh god, who, uh, for, uh, Dante Captain Rashid. Marvel, uh, there's a, a Dante from Devil May Cry 1, um, and the biggest, uh, Sentinel from Marvel vs. Capcom 2, uh, and the biggest one, which, like, it makes me want to download this mod, they put... Rashid from Street Fighter Five. They just put him in the game, and if you see the trailer, he just it's it's Rashid, it's it's Rashid. Also, Psylocke and Thanos, um, and stuff like that. So, 
I thought Psylocke was in the game. No, Psylocke's not in UMBC3. So, like, if you look at it, it looks professional. It looks like they're in the game. It is insane what these people are doing. And they're breathing new life into this game. By the way, Ultimate Marvel's Capcom 3 goes on sale for like six bucks, like every like two months or so. Buy that shit. Get on that get shit. The, get the mods and play on um, uh, Parsec and play with your buds. Like, like this is this is some of the most impressive modding work I've ever seen. Yeah, this they're not they're, add, they're not really just adding characters. The they're awesome adding stuff. moves. Like Ken has his move set. Um, Psylocke has her moves. It's it's insane. It's 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 crazy how how amazing this all is. This is up there with um, like Project M, like basically you know changing the, the base is... code of. Uh, Smash Bros. Brawl to like introduce new characters and like change balancing and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I would argue this is more impressive than uh, than Brawl. Um, oh yeah, and they I got uh, they got uh, Bice. I forgot Bison's in here. Captain Marvel's in here, and they just look. Uh, oh, Shadow Lady from uh, MVC One is in here, or Marvel Super oh, Girls. Damn. Yeah, Shadow Lady's in there. Like, and I guarantee you, they're not going to stop. These modders ain't gonna stop. Like, uh, like uh, UMVC three is already one of the greatest games of all time. But this is just like I've seen Max play Cyclops in this, and you know Cyclops is always one of the cooler cooler characters in Marvel vs. Capcom two. And like, listen, 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 Capcom, if you're not gonna support Marvel, the community will support Marvel. And this is just an example of this. Please do this for Infinite. Fine. Please, I guess somebody, I'll do it myself. <laughs> somebody do this for Infinite. I understand Infinite gets a lot of shit. Please, please, I don't, I don't care how. Do it, do it, please. But happy for UMVC three. This is, this is also fucking sick. Yeah, this is cool. Okay. Nice. All right. So, uh, final bit of news before we move on to our topic of the night. I'm surprised nobody put this in here. Um, I don't care. But they. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, no, I'm just being honest. Like that's why a... I didn't put it in here. They they finally released a trailer for Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga and I assume like I I think I remember asked about this like when's that game coming out is it coming out soon like and like I I, I kind of expected just another Lego game because I if they were sh- if they showed anything before I didn't see it so this is all new to me um I think it is all new stuff but I assumed this would be a standard Lego game you know and with visuals and how it works no they yeah this they is have different. They have built all from the ground up. The combat looks a lot like it's pretty much plays like a typical third person action game. It even the shooting has mechanics of a third person shooter. Um, uh, it's it's like obviously it has that that Lego Star Wars charm, but like it definitely looks more fun. <clears throat> like not to say Lego games weren't fun, but the moment to moment action. Looks like it's having a lot more fun with it. And they put a lot of effort into this game. This isn't just a simple coat of paint over the print. Like, no, this is built from the ground up. I can see why it has taken so long for this game to uh, to release. I do yeah, like that it's like great. over the shoulder and more um, more like it's action more focused. Face. Yeah. Like there's still clearly <laughs> Lego stuff happening, but it's not like right. your whole thing is just like you know, destroying everything in the room and then moving on. Like, it's got a right. lot... It's a much more cinematic presentation. 
it is you're just playing a Lego version of the Star Wars of the Skywalker saga. Like the dude, they put in they're putting in the dog. I was I was wondering when I was watching this trailer, like, oh my god, please tell me we get to pilot ships. You get to pilot ships in this game. You never could. I don't think you could pilot ships in the other games. I yeah, could you be could. wrong, but uh, it, yeah, there were levels in the original Lego Star Wars games where you where there were uh, ship segments, mm-hmm. but they were so still like top really down, like kind of shifting side to side, and it wasn't anything amazing. This this like. I want to get this game, man. Like I, 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 it just looks so impressive. Like, like I, I want to play it just to support this team because it looks like they, they probably like. Okay, we can't just approach this like another Lego game. Like I've been playing Lego Marvel superheroes off now and then or two, and like that's a typical Lego game. You know, you you build the thing, go to the next area, build the thing, whatever. This is this is not that. And I really, what I really hope is that this is a. A uh, projection of the future. This isn't just a one-off. Yeah. This is how they approach Lego games going forward. This um, is definitely a new engine. Like this is, it's a test. Yeah. That's why yeah, they redid like, this. They wanted another chance to kind of like consolidate it all into, you know, the more modern. Because I think like the first Lego Star Wars games are like old, old, and then yeah. they did the prequels, and then they did. Did they do the new ones? They did Force Awakens, but I don't know if they did for Return to, for Last Jedi or they didn't. They didn't do it for the last two movies. Okay, okay. So that's why they want that. Like this is the first time they've been available. But I'm just saying, like there was a um, a progression of those games. Like they brought in voice acting and things like that. So they wanted to redo it because like some of the first Lego games were Lego Star Wars. Um, yeah. And to be clear, while like while I have the floor for a second. I meant that I didn't post it because I didn't care to, like, watch it or anything. Like, I've never really been that big into LEGO games. Playing it now, this looks dope, and I actually do care now. Yeah, this is the thing. Yeah, I figured you would have watched the trailer. Chat. Like, like <laughs> it just, like, just the effort. Just, just the sheer effort that they put into it. Like, um, you know? Like, God. <laughs> please, please, whatever the next, the next LEGO Marvel game is going to be like. like. Please, like, I don't know if this means games are going to take longer. Obviously, this is a much bigger project because this is nine movies that they're cramming into one game um yeah. also bonus if you did like the lego talk they that is an option you could put in the game they showed hmm. that off um so if nice. in the, at the end of the trailer they show darth vader and um luke skywalker doing the uh, 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 you know that exactly so if you like that kind of styles you can't but if not it'll have voice acting so yeah why wouldn't you try voice acting I don't know. I'm mean, like in addition, maybe people want to go down. Like I remember when they didn't have voice acting. You know, just sure. just for the charm of it all. Um, you know, the 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 body comedy versus just the voice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, they need let's to do Harry down. Potter next. Like redo the whole Harry Potter series and like. I would form. not. I would not be surprised if that's like the next big thing. Yeah, because um, they could do the like, Fantastic Beast movies at that point. You know. Do you really want them to do that? I don't. But I'm just saying that would be a good excuse of, like, why to redo it. Because, like, I mean, all the Harry, po- Harry, Harry Potter movies are done, Harry obviously. Pooper. Harry Pooper. I mean, yep. so, so are these. All the Harry so, Pooper so movies. These. So are these. I mean, like, you know. No, they never did the last two movies. For, for I mean, like, I mean, do, do you really count those as Harry Potter movies? That Harry's not in them. Well, they're Hogwarts movies, but... Yeah, no, like, I just do Harry Potter just to the to the seven books or the eight. They, they could do an exclusive campaign of of Harry Potter eight. <laughs> no one would want that either. Do the um that play thing they did. Yeah, that's that eight. One. There you go. Don't do Fantastic Bees. Do the do the play thing. But um, it's awful. Oh uh, well. Yeah. 
Unfortunately. Harry Potter, Jesus Christ, you fucking ain't. I'll, I love that TikTok so fucking much. Um, <laughs> same thing could be applied to Star Wars. Star Wars, what are you fucking eight years old? Um, uh, all right, let's move on to our final talk. Our our news, our basically our subject of the night, which is the biggest shakeup of the games industry as we know it. Um, out of nowhere, because you know, I, I we're not look listen, listen, we're not hardcore journalists where we have, we wear fedoras and trench coats and we're like. You hear any ideas going on? Although that would be a hilarious skit to do one day, um, you know. Uh, and you, you get like a shade of hands you an envelope. It's a Smash Brothers logo, and you open it up. They're gonna buy. Uh, so um, Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. Um, I'm trying to see where it says the amount on here, but I think I just had the press release. Uh, if one of y'all could get me the amount, um, I'll read the, it I'll, is like two hundred. It's the biggest gaming billion. Deal, right? Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, um so I'll was, read. I'll read the. Press. It was on the press release. Uh, like down somewhere. Oh, it just says two hundred plus billion. Yeah. Wait, no. That's. I shouldn't skim With 3 numbers. billion people actively playing games today and uh, led by new generations of them but joys of interactive entertainment, gaming is now the largest fastest growing from entertainment. Today, Microsoft oh, I found it. plans to... What is it? Uh, Microsoft will acquire Activision Blizzard for $95 per share in an all-cash transaction valued at $68.7 billion. Damn. <laughs> Which, I think what the Bethesda one was like $13 million, something like that. It was like it's like this dwarfs it, yeah, by a by a margin, by a good margin. Um, a leader in game development, interactive entertainment content. The this uh, publisher, this acquisition will accelerate the growth of Microsoft's game business across mobile, PC, console, and cloud. I'll, I'll provide building blocks for the metaverse. Oh God, there's that fucking word. Um, when the when the transaction closes, Microsoft will become the third world's largest gaming company behind by revenue behind Tencent and Sony. The plan acquisition includes iconic franchises from Activision Blizzard and King Studios like Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, Call of Duty, Candy Crush, in addition to global esports activities through Major League Gaming. The company has studios around the world with nearly 10,000 employees. Gaming is the most dynamic and exciting category in entertainment across all platforms. Uh, and this is mostly just, you know, like record speak. But did, I don't think none of us heard anything. Normally you hear rumors of shit like that, but all we heard of Activision Blizzard was the horrendous. Law, uh, lawsuits and, and sexual harassment cases, which th- that should be brought to, to light, but yeah, holy shit. There were some rumors like a few hours before they made the announcement. Like, basically, you know, it's expected that Microsoft is about to buy Activision Blizzard, and then boom, the news release was out. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the I woke up to it that Wednesday. Previous. I think it was a Tuesday morning or a Wednesday morning. Um, I just know I didn't have work, and I was just like, what yeah, the fuck? The instance that we um, had to this was I, uh, when Sega uh, January 18th. the aliens. So yeah, Tuesday, I think. Yeah, so I was on my way to my eye appointment at the time. I I can't, I can't. The the industry it's changed, man. It's a whole new ball game now. Um, you know, and now they own Overwatch, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Crash, Spyro. Crash yeah. Um, they they it's they're Microsoft characters now. I saw someone say Sony's former mascot is now owned by Microsoft. <laughs> It's actually kind of funny in hindsight. Yeah. It, is. it Yeah. 
I don't even know where to begin. Like, um, number one, I think the biggest thing is, like, what are they going to do with Bobby Kotick? The toxic as fuck, the owner, the, the CEO of Activision who needs to be fired immediately. Um, the, the, the shitty thing about this is, is that he will probably get a decent severance pay oh, yeah. like in before he gets to leave. But that's the shitty part of it. But I mean, he's it, getting a cut of the deal, too. Like, it's... Yeah. Which they're they're like, gonna they're gonna keep him on as a figurehead through the transition, and then they're going to send him on his golden yacht, and we'll never see from him again, which is fine. Yeah, but like he's gonna make bank on this deal, um, as Microsoft tries to clear clean house, while also like basically paying him to leave. Which, I mean, I guess, but like, can we get some of these terrible white people out without like paying them to leave? Yeah. <laughs> Now, yeah, when right. you're, yeah, it, that's the shitty thing, right? Because like, hopefully, hopefully this means, because obviously Phil Spencer, when when the whole act, when this all the losses came, like act, Phil Phil Spencer came out ahead of it all and was like, you know, we 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 you know basically did, like uh, at being abhorred of what was going on and that they do not tolerate that at Xbox. So hopefully, like it means that all the people who have been in this lawsuit, they're going to lose their jobs. Like, I, that sucks, but, like, hey, you fucking... That, the way you treat people, you don't deserve to have a job. Yeah. But realistically, but, like, you know, um, like, it's it's just... I wonder if that's actually going to happen, you know, because it's, like, how... Like, because then you're not... Now you're talking about contracts and money. I'm not trying to be cynical about it, and I know Phil wants to do the best, but, like, you know, then you get lawyers involved. And my biggest question is, like, why now? What does Microsoft know? Why would they do like? Obviously, I think I think what I heard is that they were in talks since November to for for this buyout, and that's right around when we heard about the news stuff, or at least more mm-hmm. even more heinous news. It's so like what led them to thinking that this was a good acquisition. I think part of like, it is saving them. Like I was, you're not going to pay, you know, almost seventy billion dollars just to to clean house at some studios but like there's a lot of value to be had from these properties um i mean you know overwatch one of the biggest competitive games in the world still um world of warcraft one of the biggest mmos in the world still candy crush one of the biggest mobile games in the world still like there's a lot of value to be had you know call of duty say what you will but it's a yearly release that always is a reliable money maker um like there's obviously money to be made from microsoft buying all these properties because even if they go multiplat still, which they most likely will, they get yeah. a kick for every single thing because they own the property. Um, but also, the games aren't selling well because no one wants to support Activision Blizzard. So when you have a solid library of games that people love but aren't going to support the next versions of, like, you know, Overwatch 2, Diablo 4, like... well. Yeah, a lot of people said that those games were even only started was because of all the problems coming out of Blizzard, and that they were just a marketing stunt. Like, of course, like they weren't making anything because it was just a way to get people's attention. It's the same thing with the M and M's bullshit that's happened recently. Like, happened this past weekend. M and M's has a lawsuit going on, and this is a way. Hey, don't pay attention to that. Pay, they, we're gonna make our M and M's inclusive. So it's just a look over here, look over here, smoke screen, smoke screen. It didn't right, work, obviously. It didn't work, obviously. But like that, that's all that. That's all those projects were. Yeah, I mean, these games are, like, they were announced way too early just to get publicity. But I'm saying, like, they're out there, and, you know, they look okay, but, like, people don't care anymore. They're they're a non-issue because they're like, oh, well, I'm not going to buy the game because it's it would support Activision Blizzard. And, like, even these ongoing games, like, I think that's part of why Final Fantasy XIV has been so huge. Um, right. 
Which has a free trial for players up to... Well, um, not, well, not, 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 not right now, but, it doesn't. It's removed from sale. Sh- so. No, it's. I think it's back. Um, Is it back? Okay. But anyway, like, I think p- some people dropped World of Warcraft because of all this. Uh, and they needed their fix, so they went to Final Fantasy XIV. Um, also, it's just a great game and, you know, deserves more love. Didn't than... I just get a new expansion? Maybe that's part of the reason, too. Yeah, yeah no, but a lot just, of them picked yeah. it up before the expansion came out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, like these games were going to fail. And then there was things like, you know, uh, Crash and Spyro and, like, those other properties that aren't as big of a deal now, but, like, still kind of had resurgences recently and then just disappeared again. Yeah. And they, they converted Toys for Bob as the people behind the Crash uh, 4 and the Spyro remakes. They just... You're going to make Call of... You're going to assist in Call of Duty now. Even though yeah. you had, you know, a successful remake, successful th- three successful remakes, and, um, you know, Crash 4, I think, did... did well yeah it did. I think it did pretty well yeah um but yeah so a lot of these studios are being mismanaged but they have excellent properties so microsoft can take them and probably also mismanage them because look at rare no um uh <laughs> and and they can at least like see the potential in them um you know maybe put some of their teams to assist in some of the projects give them the money to invest in those projects like i'm not saying it's going to all be good monopolies are bad you know there's been plenty of things out there about the dangers of this deal um, I'm trying to be an optimist because I think of the big three, like, you know, Microsoft now, Sony and Tencent, um, Microsoft is the one I trust the most. Like they are, um, at least on their game side, uh, you know, say what you will about windows and all that, but, um, on their gaming side, Phil Spencer seems like a bro, you know, like he, he seems like, like he, he actually cares about gamers and gaming and everything like that. Um, and he wants to... Uh, he wants to make games for gamers and he's buying all these things because I mean, frankly, the Microsoft studio label has been (sighs) playing catch up. Um, And so now they're buying all these things quickly without really anything to show for it because, you know, they're buying faster than they're making. Um, But I think they're still making money deals for next generation. Um, Maybe, you know, this generation is still in the beginning. So maybe this generation, but Point is, if you buy up these like successful studios that are being terribly managed, so their stock is going down, and they already have really good projects in the works, great. Those are your projects now. <laughs> Whereas, like, look at me, I'm the captain now. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, Sony's mentality is generally buy up a studio so they can work on a project for us, um, which is also very valid. And like, I totally understand because you have all these IPs. And you just don't have enough studios to make games for all of them. Um, Nintendo does that too, to an extent. Um, Microsoft is still building that. So, like, whether, you know, they're buying the properties or they're just buying the studios to work on their other properties, who knows? Maybe we'll see a friggin', like, you know, Halo crossover in Overwatch. Maybe we'll get some crazy, like, new crossover thing with, like, Killer Instinct and... (sighs) Xbox Smash Brothers, let's go. Right, like... Who knows what we could get from this? But by owning the licenses, they have the ability to do what they want with them. And I trust them more in the hands of Microsoft than I would, like, you know, if Tencent was making these money deals. Um, I don't necessarily think monopolies are good. I'm not saying that. But people be buying people. Like, that. That's how, that's how the industry works. Um, as great as the indies are... Once you become successful, someone wants to buy you. 
So if these things are going to happen, I'd rather at least see like the deals be made between more groups of people. Um, and I mean, this is the biggest deal Microsoft has made. I would guess they're probably tapped out for a little bit. Granted, I thought that after Bethesda. Um, and it put them at number three of the top three, uh, like, what what did it say? The, like, most profitable or whatever? The, the largest uh, gaming companies. No one freaked out when that Sony was number two. They're just freaking yeah. out because it's Microsoft and they're a, they're a legitimate threat now. Um, and I'm not even like a Microsoft shill or anything. I wish Nintendo would make some of these money moves because I love them. But Nintendo yeah. is dumb and hoards all their money like a friggin' dragon and just keeps churning out the same games. <laughs> um, that we'll pay $60 for because we're shills. Yep. I, like... I, I'm partially biased in being excited for Microsoft to get this stuff because I love Game Pass. Like, as a service, it is the best deal in gaming, and the more things Microsoft owns, the more things are just going to drop on Game Pass day one, saving most gamers a lot of money. Um, especially, like, these games that I probably wouldn't have bought otherwise because it would be supporting Activision Blizzard. Um, now, not only do I feel comfortable supporting them again... But I don't have to pay for them. <laughs> it's a win-win. It's a win-win. Um, so I don't, like, I understand people are freaking out. But I think a lot of that is, you know, the, let, let's call it the Sonic Unleashed Syndrome. Where it's like one negative thought gets put out Ooh, there sorry. and everyone jumps on it like it's the end of the world. Because people have to freak out. I prefer to see the good in this. That it's going to put more games in more people's hands while also hopefully cleaning up an industry that desperately needs to be cleaned um, by, you know, dumping Bobby Kotick in the ocean um, in a very expensive life Give preserver. Him the hanging bird treatment. Yeah. And having everyone report to Phil Spencer. And hopefully, you know, in like maybe encouraging some of these people to care again. Like, to improve their their studio environments so that they actually make good products um maybe we'll even get things that blizzard was canceling like you know that old starcraft ghost project i'm not saying we'd get that again but things like that that are experimental and were canceled before because blizzard didn't think they would make money or whatever the case was um Microsoft seems to just hand out money to people to make things. So, you know, <laughs> who knows yeah, what we'll I, get. Yeah, I, I, I really hope that because like what we've noticed since like with the with mostly with the PS4 and even the PS5 <clears throat> is that it's mostly it's mostly from like micro, it, it, the, the, the amount of games we either get are huge AAA experiences like these big cinematic experiences, which are cool. Mm-hmm. And then, or we get a lot of indie games, which are also cool, but there's not a lot. There's, they're out there. Not a lot of like that middle kind of, you know, uh, I guess double, double A, a games. Kind of, yeah. kind of. And hopefully what this would, what this would lead to is that you know, with this many, you know, uh, publishers underneath your, underneath your own wing that obviously you don't want to car- cannibalize your own. Uh, sales, but obviously maybe they don't care because like, hey, it's on Game Pass, so you just start Game Pass and we, they get the money anyways. 
Yeah. Um, so like hopefully that leads to that. We get more more uh, more games coming out from these different studios, uh, or these different kinds of games from different studio from the from these studios. I think that would be the best nature. Obviously, it's. Um, I, I don't know. If, I don't. I'm not going to be worried that like the fact that they own like this, but you know, um, it's definitely something to be worried about because I personally don't think they're Microsoft's. Microsoft is done buying a, a company. Hmm. Um, I know for the longest time the rumor was that they were going to buy Sega, which mm-hmm. goes back to what you were saying that Sega's in trouble. Um, which that could that could still happen. I feel like that's still open for open for it. That like they even though console gaming in Japan is like dead with the exception of the of the Switch because it's portable. Um, I still believe Xbox and Microsoft they want to get some kind of foothold in Japan, and what better way to do that than one of the oldest companies there, and that's Sega. Um, you know, because uh, obviously yeah. they're not going to buy Nintendo. They're not going to buy Nintendo. Nintendo, last time that tried, they tried that, Nintendo laughed them out of the room. So, I would see Sega going more to Sony and, or Nintendo, but, I mean, if Microsoft is trying to get a foothold in Japan, you're right. Like, if they drop the money and they've got Sega, like, that would benefit them um, a lot, I guess. Yeah, I, I could, and then there's, like, I think Max proposed this, this scenario that, like, um, he could see Sony ponying up and buying Square Enix and Capcom, which like they they have really good relationships with mm-hmm. Square Enix and, and Capcom. So I, I really, but see that's going down that spiral of like yeah. like everyone's just going to start buying up everyone and then we're going to have monopolies and like it's not like we're not there yet. <laughs> no. But I, I think I, it's gonna be interesting where it goes. Um, although they have said Call of Duty will be ex- will be on PlayStation for a while, I believe yeah. whatever the next big Call of Duty game is, like in twenty twenty four, that's gonna be Xbox console exclusive and PC only. Because that, like Probably. at that point, you can't like it's yours um, unless unless they, they 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 work out a deal with Sony. But yeah, or Sony. I, I- I mean, I don't think it would be a huge deal if Call of Duty became exclusive because a lot of X bros are Call of Duty players. Like, that's. I mean, ever since I worked at Walmart, like around the time of the 360, like Call of Duty and you know other FPSs and stuff sold way better on Xbox. It was insane. Um, so I think that would make sense if they just made it exclusive because they're going to maybe lose you know 10 percent of their audience but they could gain some that only got a playstation for multiplayer games um but a lot of what they bought like you know from blizzard at least are pc games anyway so that's not a huge deal like you don't have to deal with the multiplayer right um and i mean microsoft has been very good at like playing ball you know with like um Sony started to do it with putting some of their games on PC, but we have friggin', you know, both Ori games, which are Microsoft Studio games on Switch. Like, that is unheard of, I think. Um, and of course, you know, Minecraft, but that was bought later and they just kind of kept supporting yeah, it, it on. Counts. Right. But like Ori specifically, like, you boot up that game on your Nintendo Switch and it says Microsoft Studios. Like, that's wild. It's basically a third-party game from, you know, first-party developers. You don't see that from anyone else. So I don't... I'm not... I'm not worried about them. All right. 
it's it's it needs to say regardless this is all huge Mm-hmm. And we will feel the ramifications of this for years. We'll definitely be following this story to see. And again, I'm I'm convinced this is not the end of Microsoft buying it, buying it, buying studios. Or they, I feel like we got at least one or two more big bullets that they're going to pull. That we're going to wake up Wednesday morning and be like, "What the hell? What happened?" So I don't even know how they can top this. Microsoft buys the world. Like nothing's going to make news it. like this. No, not the top. It is the fact that they just do it. The fact that well, they can. sure. Nothing will top it. It's just the fact that they will. Just to but, like, I mean, it's been steadily getting bigger, is what I mean. Like, you make your little moves at first. If it's something soon, I imagine it has to be bigger than this. And that doesn't seem possible. I wouldn't say soon, but I just said it wasn't going to... It's not over. Oh, no, of course not. It won't be soon. But this isn't the last acquisition that uh, they've had. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, guys. Anything else we want to say on this historic acquisition? Do you think WoW is going to be on Game Pass? You'd still need a subscription, but I mean, I guess. And what if they get rid? What if what if the subscription turns into Game Pass? No, they get. Rid- There's already rumors they're going to be putting. Um, that maybe they're buying Ubisoft, which I don't think is the case. But That's they crazy. could be putting the the Ubisoft um, pass or whatever. Yeah, the UPlay. Yeah, like, like, yeah. I could see that versus them buying UPlay, but rather than an agreement, like, hey, you get Game Pass Ultimate, you get this shit too. Right. Although Ubisoft is another one that kind of needs their house cleaned, so if that's, that's what Microsoft is trying to do right now, who knows? Yeah, we'll you know, see. buy up the studios while they're vulnerable and then fix them. We'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see. yeah, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Tyler, any last words? Um, I think we've said everything we need to say at this moment. Um, whatever comes of this deal is pretty much still up in the air at this point. So who knows what comes in the future? All right. I think let us know guys what you think about this whole acquisition. Is it good? Is it bad? What do you think? Uh it's huge regardless what you think. It's definitely mm-hmm. definitely game changer. All right. Uh Justin, where can the people find you at? You can find me here on twitch.tv/zeroscore. Um you can also find me on YouTube or Twitter. Um I'm zeroscore everywhere. Uh not doing too much with YouTube right now. I just haven't been feeling it. I don't know. Um, it's been cold, so I have a hard time being in my office for too long because it's in, ba- in the basement. Um, been doing a lot of like handheld Switch gaming on the couch under blankets. <laughs> so I'll get back to it. But right now it's just the weekly streams um, that I already talked about. And, of course, my Metroid Fusion video is still out there. Uh, it never leaves. The whole series is out there, actually. Except Dread. I'm working on that one. Yay. Tyler. You can follow me on Twitter at HeyIt'sThatTie. Check the pinned tweets to take you to my YouTube channel, Home of Tire Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. On the cinema shot of things, uh, the next video that will be coming up will be on Dragon Ball Z, Super Android 13. And that one is interesting, to say the least. Dick-punching interesting, to say the least. So look out for that when that drops. All right. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash marvelous. Thank you for all things related to the marvelous one. And I stream live, well, soon it's going to be five times a week, and it's whenever uh, Justin's finished there. But right now, four times a week at twitch.tv slash Iggy2814. Um, I'm streaming Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all at 6 p.m. such gender time. And my birthday is coming up on February 2nd. That is a Wednesday. Yay! I still don't know what I'm going to do. 
Um, I have ideas now, but I don't know what I'm, I want to do. You realize that this year your birthday is 2-2-22, right? Oh, no. That's kind of that? cool. I mean, whatever. Um, I just yeah, cool. so... Whatever. Yeah. Uh, It'd be cooler uh, if you were turning 22, but... Yeah, right? God, I wish. I... <laughs> Now, now I'm sad. Um, and uh, you can, um, and of course, yeah, that, that's it. Go to Chargers.com for uh, this episode, as well as the rest of the show me and Thomas did. Look out on our Twitter, uh, where the latest poll between uh, which what you decide where me, what me and Thomas are going to watch this Friday. Look for that. And I'm going to go ahead and say this, because Todd and I agreed to this uh, to this to morning. But after we finish uh, Cinema Shot with Dragon Ball Z... We will be doing a watch along for Dragon Ball Evolution, so we'll be doing oh, that. Oh no! Yeah, we'll be doing that. So we did. A Can I get in on that? Um, are you free Monday afternoons? Um, no. Uh, it's, there, there's, there's the answer. <laughs> well, what what uh, Monday? Uh, whenever we're done, it's like we oh. still got like eight, eight, nine more weeks. Um, oh, okay. Before we're done, so it's maybe. I mean, I do work oh, for I the state. Sure. We get a lot of holidays. Yeah, so uh, I just Indeed. figured I'd announce it now. Get high. We're going to do it because I think it's it's streaming somewhere for like four bucks or something. Uh, look for that. Because um, like, yeah, I've never it, seen it, sure. but like I've seen pictures of Emmy Rossum in it, and I, it kind of makes me want to watch it. Uh, thank you for it listening, is something everybody. else. They got King Piccolo in Dragon Ball Super. Huh. Yeah, he's an actual voice actor in the show. It's wild. Oh, okay. Good night, everybody. Stay charged. <laughs> Yeah, just I mean, keep me posted closer too when you're when you're planning on doing that because I might actually end up being free. We'll see. I know. I think they were dating at the time. That's part of. That's part of what it was. Is like they got each other in or something. But. So I, I got my uh, my hilt actually looking good this time. Like it, it fits the the blade and everything. The zero. Yeah. Uh, it looked like a like a hard dick. Thank you. Um. I thought it was tall and thick. Wide. I said something. Um. Point is, it looks good now. I just have to, like, paint it gold and um, maybe eventually figure out how to put electronics in it. I'm not sure. To actually, like, you know, light up the... But... Yeah. Anyway. As I mentioned, it's cold down here, so I'm gonna go upstairs. (laughs) Oh, and stop my audio. Oops.